0: Welcome, everyone, to the Islanders' Never Say Die podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and with me here, as always, is our NHL analyst and expert, the Grumpy Old Man. They say there's no shame in his game because he's always the same. That's me. Grumpy, how are you doing this fine Saturday evening?
1: Oh, splendid. Pretty good. Okay.
0: Hold on. We start off with splendid, then we, we downgrade it to pretty good, then we downgrade it to Okay. In the matter of 10 seconds, how did that happen?
1: What can I tell you? We're running the gamut of emotions here.
0: Is it because of the Islanders recent game against the Arizona coyotes They're that are lost. running the gamut of emotions or, or, or what is that grumpy Islanders related or not Islanders related?
1: I don't know. I just, there's a lot of moving parts before Christmas and there's a death in the family today. This is the last day that I'm going to be doing this podcast from the legendary couch.
0: Oh, God. So you're going to be mixing things up. You're getting a new couch then, Grump.
1: Yeah, this is – I won't have it tomorrow. I'll have it midweek. I'll have a new couch. Um, But this one – this couch is – it's going bye-bye tomorrow. Well,
0: Grump, I didn't know – so the Islanders had determined to go ahead and pick up your couch. Is that what they're saying?
1: That's what we've heard. After the showing that they had against the Arizona Coyotes, they wanted a broken down couch to go oh. with a broken down playing style.
0: Well, I thought they wanted to go ahead and put it next to Fishler's little exhibit, but uh, fair enough.
1: Yeah, probably not.
0: <laughs> but welcome for everyone who is new to the channel. This is a twice a week All Islanders podcast that takes place every single Wednesday and Saturday, as close to eight PM as we can get it. <laughs> As close to 8 p.m. as I can get it. Let me rephrase it's that. It's
1: never been 8 o'clock. I don't think ever. No, it used, be, it used to be 8. When you had guests, it used to be 8 o'clock. But now the guests are trained to just be late. So it's like, yeah, sorry.
0: But, um, yes, it's this is an all-Islanders podcast. It happens twice a week, Wednesdays and Saturdays. At slash near 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so if you're new to the channel, we invite you to stick around a while. We invite you to subscribe on YouTube, to like on Facebook, and to follow on Twitter. We also, for the, you know, for those of you who enjoy the content. So if you're a you know returning listener or first time, if you enjoy the content, the best way to let us know is by leaving a thumbs up. You know, it lets Grumpy and I know you like what we're doing. And also I think it helps the algorithm, Grump is at least what I've been told.
1: That's what we've been told. TJ's been told that it helps the algorithm.
0: Uh, absolutely. Well, it, does, you, it
1: does help the algorithm,
0: though. Let me ask you this, Grumpy. Now, what, w- tonight we've got, before you know before we start talking about the game against the Arizona Coyotes, um, we're going live Saturday. The Islanders are playing the Vegas Golden Knights here shortly, probably within about an hour and a half. So, you know, important game for the Islanders. You know, they'll be on the back end of a back-to-back situation. I, I, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about what you saw from our recent performance against the Coyotes. I would say we had come off a time period where Tuesday, I thought we looked really strong against the Boston Bruins. I really liked the effort and the performance that we had. And um, Friday was anything but that against the Arizona Coyotes, Grumpy.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I thought we were okay early. We went up 2-0 on a couple of weak goals, honestly, from uh, the Coyote goaltender. I thought he struggled all night. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know they got a power play they scored a goal just before the actually it was right after the power play expired just before the end of the first period and in the second period they dominated us they look so much better than we are I'm like what is going on I, I'm just I, it's hard to get a feel for this team it's frustrating I mean going into the season we said we'd be competing like for the last playoff spot right yeah and Certainly that's the way it's come down now. If you just I realize it's still early, we're not even at the halfway point. We're close, but we're not at the halfway point in this uh, season. But we're kind of where we thought we were going to be. Right now we're just clinging on to that final playoff spot. And there's teams that are probably more talented than we are below us in the standings that we're going to have to watch out for. I just, I, I mean, Sorokin was not as good. Uh, the last couple of games he's played, actually, seems like his plays kind of leveled off a little bit.
0: You're kind of jumping all over the place, but let's talk a little bit about the Arizona Coyotes games before we start talking large pitcher items, which are usually for the middle portion, Grumpy, once we make our point. Um, but, you know, we're talking Arizona Coyotes. I, I thought when one we went up two goals to nothing, we were up two nothing early. I was like, well, that's it. We're going to win this game. I, thought I really so. felt that we were, uh, you know, we score on the very first shot. And it's funny because you look at how some people who, you know, are part of the Islanders media cartel. They say, wow, Sebastian Ajo, let's one rip. And you look at the actual shot and you're like, oh, hold on a second. Cause you know, I, I, I stream all the games, so I'm a little behind. So I'll get the update first on Twitter before I'll actually see it. And um, I watched, I watched it as, you know, as I saw the tweet, what a ripper or a huge shot. And I looked at it. It was just like a, I don't know, a weak shot just missed by the goalie. And, you know, I I figured up, okay, great. You know, we've got a goalie who lets in, you know, two goals. The first one, you know, should have had back. And then that Barzal redirection that slowly found a way to trickle into the net, giving Matt Barzal his fourth goal on the season. Um, I thought we were in the driver's seat. And I looked at yesterday's game as we found a way to lose which is not something we've done often this year. We found a way to lose yesterday.
1: Against a really, I mean, they're not a good team. Yeah. I mean, they swept the season series on us, and they're just not a good team. I thought the first time we lost one nothing, their goaltender was really, really good. And it was just like one goal against uh, Sorokin that cost us that game. I believe it was Sorokin in that that day. Um, And I expected us to blow them out. Um, particularly how well we played against Boston. And we just came out, in the second period, we were just so flat. We even got a benefit. They scored two goals in 19 seconds to go up 3-2. to And I'm like, okay, uh, we're in trouble. Did he call a timeout? They had a problem with the door, which stopped the game for 10 minutes, gave the Islanders a chance to regroup. Um, Who knows what would have happened if that wasn't the case. But we kind of got our feet back under us a little bit. We came back. We tied the score. And then in the third period, they get an early goal, and that's pretty much all she wrote. I mean, I just – like I said, I'm just frustrated with the performances by the, the majority of the team. Uh, is it me, or has Andrews Lee gotten, like, really old since last year? Mm. He just – I mean, he's just not the same player. He started he off – was average season. before. He was average before. He's below average now. Yeah. <laughs> Um,
0: you know, to answer to answer your question, Grump, I, I don't know. He's a guy who benefits a lot. Where if there's loose pucks, he could tap them in in front of the net. He's a garbage man and a damn good one at that. But that's kind of what he is, right? I, is I don't he? expect anything else out of him. The Islanders, by the way, you know, we found that in yesterday's game too. The Islanders' defense corps leads the NHL in goals. Yeah, only two goals by our defensemen this season. Leads the NHL. Just let that sink in. The reason we have talked about why we look so unstructured and why we were hemorrhaging chances going back towards our net, we're giving up easy opportunities to score and these high danger chances is because I think, you know, with the system we've got, Our forwards are not talented enough to create offense by themselves. We have to pour on additional – we have to pour on added pressure from a defense group, which puts them out of position in transition, and it gets them in a mindset where they always need to be worrying about breaking out of the zone, and we struggle, and that's why we're giving up goals. That's why our defense looks, I think, so hideous because they're so focused on we have to provide points because in goals specifically because our forward group is not talented enough to
1: do it. They're terrible. Our forward group is terrible terrible i mean i'll be interested where we are at the 40 game mark but andy francis your buddy was talking about you know seven eight 20 goal scores. i don't see it i don't see it maybe dobson
0: dobson i think is definitely hitting 20 goal plateau
1: i mean brock nelson maybe anders lee who else
0: I mean, we have, okay, we have, we have players on pace to hit 20 goals this season.
1: How many guys have 10 goals?
0: Okay. We're not halfway through the season.
1: How many guys have 10 goals on this team? Two. Two. Hold on. We're not halfway through the season, Grump. We've only played 31 freaking games. You're acting like we've got fucking game 41. When was the last time that Zach Parise scored?
0: Zach Parise has got nine goals this year. Kyle Palmeri? Zach Parise probably is going to hit maybe 20 goals this year. Okay. Again, he'll still be a guy that's around 35 points, but he can hit just to defend the point that he made, right? There is the possibility still. Jean Gabriel Pacheco's got seven goals. Oliver Wallstrom has seven goals. Can you see Oliver Wallstrom managing to string together 13 goals over the next 50 games? I think so. I think that's a possibility. Anthony Pavilia has six goals. Paul Mary has six goals. Josh Bailey has five. Maybe Josh Bailey's going to hit the 20 goal plateau this season.
1: Going into the third period, Oliver Walson played like five minutes yesterday. Yikes. I mean, you know, all they like because so many special teams. Well, why isn't he on the special teams? Now, when they came out there in the extra man, to Lane Lambert's credit, he had Oliver Wallstrom out there. But you got to find more ways to get that kid on the ice. We're just we're just offensively challenged. We just are. You
0: want to know what the odd thing is? I don't know if you, who whose broadcast you watch, Grumpy, but I watched the Arizona Coyotes broadcast. Did you watch the Islanders or the Coyotes? I've I watched telling,
1: the I watched the Islanders yesterday.
0: I've been watching I've been trying to watch a lot of the other teams broadcast just for the short time period, the first time we play them to kind of get what I feel they what what their feeling of the season is and how things are going. Now, are you familiar, Grumpy? Arizona Coyotes 10, 14, and 4 so far this year. Not off to a great start, wouldn't you say? I mean, it's kind of a little bit of a rocky start. Yes. 28 games played. Guess how many home games they've played, Grump?
1: I think five, right?
0: Yesterday was their seventh home game. Seven. The five. Arizona Coyotes went on a 14-game road trip. And do you know how many times we heard about that on the podcast? Once. They said, the Arizona Coyotes have a good record at home. They're happy to be back from a 14-game road trip. They were on the road from November the 5th until December the 9th.
1: They Over have a month. So they have a ready made excuse why they c- will not make the playoffs. Well, I was about to say, you know, what were the announcers? <laughs> we're not talking about that at all. are not talking
0: about excuse. They mentioned it once that they had, no, they mentioned, they didn't even mention the road trip. I had to look that up. They mentioned that their record was like their record at home. They mentioned the record at home. And I was doing it in my head. I'm like, well, hold on. I'm like, we're at game 28. And it's only like they said they had played six games at home. Like, that doesn't make sense. So I went to check the record and went to check, you know, their schedule, right? They started off the season with a seven game road trip. They had four games at home. Then they played 14 back on the road. You know, and you know, it just it's funny like when you look at how people try to position arguments. 25, they played 21 of the first 25 games on the road. How often do we hear across the league? or I didn't hear that once. They didn't mention that once. Again, I had to do the math on it to actually pull it up. But the the thing that sparked my interest, they said, their home record was actually pretty good. I was like, but it was so few games, it didn't make sense based off the record.
1: And they have so few talented players. You know, I'm like, uh, like I said, I was watching the second period, and I'm like, wow, they look like they got some talented players on this team. And then they're like, well, half the team is unrestricted free agents uh, and you know they got they're like rebuilding from the studs up Clayton Keller, Chickren and uh, one other guy they said you know are the core pieces I'm like oh, I mean yikes but at least they don't have to worry about selling out the arena when it's only what 5,000 seats you're gonna sell that out every night.
0: I'm sorry six games they played the first six games on, uh, okay. on the road too so the first 24 games they played 20 of those on the road. You know, like, I just I just think it's odd. Like, I didn't hear any excuse, not a one excuse. That's why they're playing a poor game. That's why they're playing a poor season. That's why they're struggling this year. Not one of those. 20 well, of the first 24 games on the road. Yeah, Maybe it's because Arizona's a consistent loser.
1: Well, like I said, you should never make excuses for why your team's not good. We didn't buy into the excuses last year.
0: I'm just saying though, it was different hearing their announcing crew not freaking towing that line of bullshit. That was that's why they're struggling. Before they played the Islanders, there were three, two, and one at home. I was like, that doesn't make sense through, you know, 20, 20, it was like 27 games up until that point. So, you know, to find out that they've played so many on the road and so many in the on, in a row on the road was, I mean, that was the odd thing. I mean, you see here from November the 5th, Grumpy, Washington, all the way <laughs> until December the 7th, all on the road.
1: Wow. So we played them, it seemed like eons ago.
0: Yeah, but they've been on the road trip. Yeah, they, they were three. They were three. That was their third game on the road trip, but they still had like nine more left to go on the road. that wow. <laughs> After our game or 10 more to go. I'm sorry.
1: And their record shows what it is with a bunch of losses, right? Yep.
0: Yeah. So, like, you know, I, I just think it was, it, I never would have, I never would have known that unless they did a little research because they weren't overly talking about it. I never heard that across the league. And maybe I'm oblivious. Maybe I live in the Islanders bubble and all I pay attention to is, the, you know, the Islanders and teams that are up towards the top that really compete against us. You know, the Coyotes don't have a huge fan base. So maybe that's why I don't, <laughs> I wasn't necessarily privy to it. But a 14 game road trip, that was a game where, Bounces, I don't think necessarily bounces. I'm not blaming bounces on the loss, but it was an odd one. There's a lot of pucks that took odd and funny bounces and uh, that didn't help benefit us.
1: Yeah, that's not why we lost yesterday. We were out hustled.
0: I'm just saying it didn't help us, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I thought that Sorokin had a weak game yesterday one shot he didn't even see. But other than that, I thought he was not particularly strong yesterday. Matter of fact, I think he struggled the last number of games he's played. He's still making tremendous saves, but he's not been the same guy he was earlier in the year. You're going to go through your ups and downs. Right now is a downtime for him, which we said, What what's the team going to be like when Sorokin um, or Varlamov, you know, their play drops a little bit? How are we going to perform? Well, we're seeing that not very well.
0: I wouldn't even say when their play drops a bit because I still think they're having – there's nothing Sorokin could have done differently on any of those really goals against. It wasn't like, wow, that's a weakie or he wished he would have had that one back. You're talking about deflections that happen point blank and bounce off a skate and trickle in the net. There's nothing he could do about that, Grump.
1: Yeah, but it seems like he's falling – he's a little bit deep in the net. Um, I mean, our defense has not been great. I thought Romanoff before he went off yesterday was terrible again. He's regressed, if that's even possible. Seems like he'll have a couple of good games and then a string of bad ones. Uh, Like I said, he's still young, but still, it's like, hmm, I don't know. Here's something I found distressing. The Islanders did not bring an extra defenseman on this road trip.
0: Okay, I didn't know that either.
1: And I'm like, wow, shouldn't you figure you'd bring at least one extra defenseman to have seven on a long road trip? Are we going to hear if the Islanders don't perform well on this road trip, the reason why they might not make the playoffs is because they had a long road trip.
0: And the reason I went hammering, because you talk about excuses, right? That's the reason I went hammering about that with Arizona. No excuses. I listen to all these other telecasts, never hear excuse number one out of any of these teams. Didn't hear from Boston. Didn't hear from the devils. Didn't hear anything from Arizona. Listen to some really good teams, listen to some really bad teams. Didn't hear any excuses. They just talk about what's going on. It's kind of refreshing. But I'm just, I'm like, you know, it's it's for anybody who 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 tries to say that road trip, right? That should be debunked. That's you know what I mean. I, I don't think there's anybody who could who could ever make that as a point or there's no validity behind it. And you know, tonight's tonight's a big game for the Islanders. It is. I'm not saying it's like, oh man, there's there is, but there aren't, right? There's no such thing as a must-win game this early. But it's one, of those, it's one of those where you look at a lot of teams in the Metro around us are winning. A lot of teams in our division around us are winning. We don't know what a three-game losing streak on a really, really tough portion of our schedule. That Arizona team was supposed to be the one team I felt very confidently about that we were going to beat. We lost to them, and we found a way to lose to them. And it's like, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't think we have another easy game upcoming until Colorado just because Colorado was so banged up. And that's not really even an easy game, I would say.
1: Yes, yeah, I don't think Colorado's as easy as you think it is. I just don't. I mean, you've been trying to say, "Oh, that's it. That's an automatic win." I don't see that. They're still Colorado.
0: I expect us to win against Colorado. Let me okay. rephrase that. I that is an expectation. I expect us to beat Colorado.
1: Okay, I didn't. I expect us to lose against Jersey, and I expected us to beat Arizona. So we're kind of where I thought we were going to be at this particular portion. We got an extra point off of Boston. I didn't expect this to be any great shakes uh, on this road trip, and we're seeing it right now.
0: Mm. You know, uh, Devils losing again today. Devils on a little bit of a slide, right? Yeah. When you start off so hot, you're going to go through time periods where you go through lulls. But, right, the Islanders were the first team, to, I guess, to, to pierce the armor of the, of the New Jersey Devils. You know, if they lose tonight, they'll be on a five-game skid. It's not the I end of the world that. for them, but still.
1: And that's what happens when you build up a big point lead you can, you can absorb a, uh, a losing streak a little bit better. But, you know, when you're struggling or you're in the middle of the pack and you have a big losing streak, you're in trouble. You're on the outside looking in.
0: Right now, right, you've got the Hurricanes are leading the Stars. That's going to head in the third period, 3-2. Capitals are leading the Maple Leafs. They're up 3-2 heading into the third period. You've got a situation where the Rangers are leading the Flyers, 3-2 heading into the third period. I, you know, it's just a lot of the teams around us in this Metro division is unbelievably tough. If right. you lose games and you get too far behind too early, you're going to be in a little bit of a hole. You just don't want to have to be playing catch-up. That's that's mainly the point. I talked originally about, hey, you can't forget. You can't write off Washington. They're right with us. It's It, it just... It we didn't take advantage of the easy portion of the schedule we had earlier before this tougher portion comes up. And maybe we're gonna go on a six game winning streak here to close off this road, this, this road trip. To I don't me, know.
1: Probably not, but maybe. To me, what we're seeing is a team that works hard the vast majority of the time, yeah, sells out, given everything they got, incorporating the defense and the offense, but just not talented enough. I mean that's where I feel we're at is one player going to make that much of a difference. I don't think so. I just don't think we're good enough. And now you're, we're kind of getting exposed. I was pleasantly surprised with how well we played earlier in the year. And now we're kind of seeing, you know, everything kind of evens out over the 82 games, right? Now we're kind of seeing where we're at. How do we feel? We're a middle of the pack team. Do you want to reinvest in that? I don't.
0: Wasn't it crazy when everybody was screaming from the rooftops, certain fly-by-night people couldn't stop reveling in how much excitement they had. Oh, you're wrong, you're wrong. And I wish I we wish we're wrong. We really do. But here's the thing. We talked about the sustainability of certain items. It's going to be really tough when you're conceding a an un, an ungodly amount of high-danger scoring chances to other teams night in, night out, to continue to win games. It's just really tough to do that. It's a tough ask. I think – and I, what I don't like about this is, right, Sorokin, so unbelievable. I still think he's been playing good hockey. Sure, maybe he stays a little far in his net, whatever. I mean, I guess that's what happens when you get shelled. He ha- I think he's on a four- – he's lost his last four starts. Hasn't he, Grumpy, Sorokin? Yes. Yes. And, you know, it's going to be how long before – ungrateful islander fans start pointing the finger at him and I, and I will say ungrateful islander fans start pointing the finger at him he's the best damn player on this team
1: <laughs> you'll probably you know, we need to re-sign Varlamov to another contract extension
0: I'm, I'm telling you it's only a matter of time before that type, that type of stuff happens when you start hearing that from the fans you start hearing that from the people you start hearing that from people online oh man Sorokin playing poorly is the reason we're not winning games. He should have had that one. That was the weakest game I've ever seen from Sorokin. He's got to do better than that. Sorokin's had an unbelievable year. He's not going to play every single night like he's damn Dominic it's just not. It's just not sustainable.
1: It's the fact that so many of our veterans are just invisible. Invisible for the most part. Half the team, just invisible for the most part. Mm. Show some effort, just not enough talent. I mean, they're older. Uh, Like I said, it's just frustrating. It's just frustrating. And it just, for me, shows the failure of Lou Lamarillo to upgrade the team in the offseason. The last number of offseasons, honestly, he should have been transitioning. He just refused to do it.
0: I don't think we would have to play this system as open if we had better forward talent, better talent up to the forward group. That's the point. That's why when people say, well our, goals, well, our goals are up, why does it matter who they're coming from? Our goals are up, right? It's just our defense is sucking. Well, it's because we're putting more pressure on our defense, have more uh, a more offensive minded, more offensive-minded approach. If your forward group is more talented, you could still have your defense actually play their position and play their actual personnel role instead of asking him to say, I'm going to ask you to abandon what you've done before in the past. We've always talked about this transition to Lane Lambert needed to be a happy median. We didn't want to play all defensive hockey and I didn't want to play Doug Waite hockey right now. We're playing Doug Waite hockey, but with better defensive personnel and much better goaltending. This is Doug Waite hockey. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Doug Waite hockey. You cannot convince me otherwise. grump
1: Yeah, but, our forward group was better when Doug Waite was a coach. A lot of the same players, but a much younger team, much better legs. I think we're similar.
0: No, I think we're. I think forward group wise, I think maybe we're a little better under Lane Lambert. Matt Barzal is a much better forward than than John Tavares is offensively. You can't oh, for this style. Matt Barzal is the quintessential forward for a style like this, where John Tavares is not.
1: He just has no wingers.
0: Well, no, number- no, I, 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 that's what I'm saying, though. I say he's an upgrade, right? Jean-Gabriel Pageau is an upgrade over whoever, whoever the hell was our third-line center f- six years ago.
1: Wasn't it Brock Nelson?
0: No, Brock Nelson was the number two guy.
1: Six years ago, he wasn't.
0: Yes. Absolutely
1: wasn't. He was a third-line center. Franz Nielsen was our second-line center. Franz Nielsen. It was Tavares, Nielsen, Nelson, and Sezikis.
0: Okay. whatever. However it rolled out, right? I think that Jean-Gabriel Pajot, uh, today Jean-Gabriel Pajot is better than the back then Brock Nelson. And Brock Nelson today is much better than the Franz Nielsen was at that time period. All I'm saying is this. I think our personnel is better, but this almost, I, I get Doug Waite vibes from it. I really do. We Our, our defense is not as oblivious as they were under Doug Weight. I'll give him that. But I'm just like, we're conceding chance after chance after chance because we're, we just want to, we want to gamble every opportunity we get a chance to. We want to be so ready to leave the zone, we kind of start to skirt our defensive responsibilities. And that's like, right? That's not good for a postseason team to play like either.
1: I think that teams are able to have sustained offensive zone time against us. Yeah. Which we have not seen in the recent past. I mean, I think that's been a big issue. I mean, last night with Arizona, they just controlled the zone. It's like, where's everybody? Like, we're not playing positional hockey in the defensive end. You know, a lot of it has to do with Sallow being in there, and I, Romanov is just terrible positionally. It almost doesn't matter who his partner is.
0: I don't, I don't think much of him. Maybe yeah. he can grow into something. He's not there yet. What? You watching like when is let me know when pregame starts coming on grumpy or whatever that is, Um, because we want to make sure we could obviously kind of coincide it with with the time the Vegas game starts. Um, But I know you got it on over there. Um, You know, it, it's I tell you, it's a disappointing loss. But the way the Islanders have played this year, right, they for whatever reason, they've been losing to a lot of the teams you wouldn't expect them to lose to. And they play their best hockey against some of the most talented teams in the league. They play up to the competition and down to their competition.
1: Yeah, I just, I I don't know. It's just, we just seem like we're a Jekyll and Hyde team. Honestly, we can look so good one night and then just so bad the next night.
0: Is that not how Doug Waite's system looked?
1: No, we were, you know, when we were scoring a lot of goals, we were giving up boatloads. We're not giving up boatloads of goals this year.
0: The only reason we're not giving up boatloads of goals is because we have much better goalies. We don't have Thomas Grice and Yaroslav Halak in net. We've got Ilya Sorokin and Simeon Varlamov.
1: Okay. I'm just, like I said, I just, I know why they're doing it, but it's, it's obviously not going to work. I thought maybe early on when we started beating some good teams, of course, an undermanned Colorado team beating the Rangers twice, beating Toronto. I'm like, okay, beating Carolina. I'm like, maybe this can work. But the deeper we get into the season, the more we see that mm, it's not going to work.
0: And right now, right, we're missing Adam. Adam Pellick was placed on the IR since our last podcast. So, well, everybody said, "Well, don't play Dr. TJ. You could tell when a guy over there could not stand up. He was going to miss some time with that concussion.
1: He's missed some time. Who knows how long Adam Pellick is going to be out for? I think he has a severe concussion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To go on, to go on IR like that, it's not... I mean, because how long's he been out? Week plus, right? Usually you're over concussion by then. I mean, he was knocked for a loop. Absolutely was. Mm. I mean, but that's not the reason why... He wasn't any great shakes this year either.
0: Not having him hurts us.
1: Yeah, it does, but it's not like... T- Tampa Bay losing a uh, headman.
0: And, and here's the thing, right? Every single team is dealing with injuries. So I'm not using it as an excuse as a, why we're struggling, but he helps. He obviously helps in the lineup. Um,
1: it means this- what it, what it means is that Salo is playing when he wouldn't even sniff the lineup. Otherwise.
0: And it's funny. We talk about Robin Sallow. Do you remember how at the beginning of the year, Robin Salo started out in the NHL and Sebastian Ajo was down there. At Bridgeport. Do You remember this?
1: Yes. Well, I think I it was think only for one game though, wasn't
0: it? Few games, two or three. I think I've come to the conclusion as to what happened. I think and I was I, I couldn't tell you why I was thinking this way and what led me along this path. But remember over the offseason we were talking about how weird it was. The Islanders were so they yeah, were so nuanced in talking about Oh, he got a DUI, but the, you know, the the alcohol limit you can have there in Sweden is only point, you know, point one percent, you know, blood alcohol content. So, you know, he's in a situation where he was he was technically, you know, he you know, he went ahead and violated that, but it was only point 0.1%. Do you remember they talked about that in so specifically in the offseason? I do remember that. I think the reason he started out the year in Bridgeport was because of punishment.
1: No, I, think-, I think they
0: ever had an intention to play Robin Sallow. Ever, ever, ever. I think the reason Ajo start off the year in Bridgeport was a punishment. Tell me that does not fit Lou Lamarillo's MO. Guy does something against the law. Guy gets in trouble outside. We're gonna punish you. You serve your little time in a timeout corner and you come back.
1: But Sallow looked pretty good in the preseason.
0: That's my point. They did not ever have any intention on playing Sallow.
1: But Salo looked pretty good in preseason.
0: So did Kiefer Bellows and other players in preseason. They never had intentions to play them, though.
1: Okay. I mean, I I don't know. I, I think that's a little bit of a stretch. But that's okay. I can play conspiracy theorists with the best of them. No problem.
0: So you don't think... I, I'm just saying it fits what Lou Limarillo's MO is. That's all. I so thought... aside, it doesn't necessarily relate really to anything. But I was thinking about that today. I was wondering if anybody else shares that thought process.
1: I think the fact that they went bent over backwards to make it seem like it was a nothing burger um, told me that he was in their plans. Yes. Because they usually bury guys who aren't in their plans. Let's, so Aho was in the plans.
0: That's what I said. Uh, that's
1: that's why I don't think it was punishment. I think Salo had a bad game or two when the season started, and that's when they went with the more veteran experienced Aho. That's what I think. But, hey, we can go with your theory. That's cool. They wanted to punish him for drinking the night before and sleeping it off, but he was still drunk the next day. We're going to punish him. That's fine.
0: I I think that they always intended on playing Aho from the start. That's who they had penciled in. That off-season antic got him placed in a timeout square, but they always planned on using him, which is the reason why they were so adamant about teaching us about Swedish you know, Swedish blood alcohol content laws when you're driving and, and, and DUI rules over there because he was always going to play. They never were going to do that for a guy like uh, Anatoly Goloshev, Kiefer Bellos, etc. <laughs> that's 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 what I mean by it. But, you know, I, I want to move along from it. I just was thinking about it, and I was curious if anybody else had that same, same thought that had crossed their head or if that maybe makes sense to them because it made sense to me today. Um, you know, Islanders tonight, though, big game grump against the Vegas Golden Knights. What are you expecting to see from us today?
1: I think we're going to win tonight. Don't call me crazy. I think we're going to win tonight. I think we're going to come out and play hard, and I think we're going to beat Vegas. I just have a feeling. Now, I could be totally wrong, but that's what I feel. I just feel like we're going to beat Vegas. We always play Vegas well, always.
0: I'm looking at it, too. Vegas has had some really close run-ins with the teams from the Metro Division. Like and and that's one of the that's one of the things they had mentioned too about Arizona. They had played the Metro Division extremely well. Looks like Vegas has played, you know, they've they've struggled a bit against those teams. I'm sorry, I just want to clarify. It looks like they've struggled a bit against those metropolitan teams, Grump.
1: Yeah. I, I just think we always play them well. I just feel a the island's gonna win tonight. Lose to Arizona, beat Vegas. Let's go with that. Lost to the
0: Flyers. Or I'm sorry, beat the Flyers, lost to the Rangers. Lost to the Penguins, one goal game difference against the Columbus Blue Jackets. He's been playing some really tough games against those Metro teams, and I wonder if that's it. You know, I don't know. They won in overtime against the Capitals. I'm expecting. I'm expecting a hard fought game.
1: Yeah, okay. I'm
0: expecting a hard fought game. I'm expecting a close one. If you gotta, if you, if you're gonna press me and ask me an answer, who's gonna win? I think the Islanders bounce back after that hideous showing last night. I hey, really don't think they could play as poorly as they did yesterday. Here's the issue. If you come out and you lose tonight and you look uninspired, unenthused, or just exhausted, we're harbinger for very, very bad future. Very, very bad future for the rest of the year. If we don't come out and have a different mindset, play to a different level, I think that tells you all you need to know about the team.
1: We seem to get up for the good teams, though, this season. For the most part, we get up for the good teams. We've beaten quite a few good teams this year.
0: I told you again. We went through all those games. A lot of circumstances benefited
1: us. But I know, sure, but continue. still, you still Planning got the injuries.
0: Backup goalie always helps.
1: <laughs> I guess we'll get Vegas starter tonight, though. And I don't know—is Sorokin going tonight or is it Barlamov? I got to think Barlamov, right?
0: Uh, I don't know. I'll let you know.
1: I mean, I would say Barlamov.
0: I assume we're getting. I assume we're getting Vegas to starter. Um, let's see here. I don't know, Grump. You're going to have to give me a second to pull that up.
1: Yeah, no problem. I mean, for me, like I said, Sorokin has struggled the last number of games. He's just not looked the same. Yesterday, he gave up a couple of weekies. Well, I not think so. I <laughs> I did. I did. Um, what did
0: Arizona do that teams have not been doing against us? They put asses in front of the freaking net, and they put, they put asses in front of Sorokin. And it's really tough to expect goalies to have a fantastic night when you've got interference – not interference, but when you have a consistent effort screen goalie to make sure that you're fighting the hard battles down low. Teams hadn't really been doing that against us. Arizona did.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I, like I said, I, I'm i just wondering who starts tonight. Do you know? Do they have an update on Holy shit. Training? I'll tell
0: you again, we don't know yet, Grumpy. But
1: I, I – Well, it's, it's I, like I was, an hour before I, I, game time. Usually cool. they – Usually they have that line of who's like who was like out there for the pregame skate like for the for the morning skate. That's usually how they make that determination.
0: Couldn't find anywhere grumpy. Don't don't worry. You put a little head on it, okay? I want to talk. I want to talk about. I want to get back to you. Thought and landed weak goals yesterday. I want to understand yes. how you think that. Or the goal
1: what? that made it. I think the goal that made it four to three. He didn't. It was when he got muscled out. For a rebound goal right in front of the net, didn't have his pads down to the ice. And he's never liked that. I just don't think he's looked as good. I think he's looked a little bit shaky. Going back to the goal that, you know, he took the shot from, you know, the blue line and just missed it. I mean, I think. He's okay kind of okay okay i'm him.
0: asking what he did yesterday to make you think that i, I just told you. okay so you're bringing up something you. you're bringing up something that happened two weeks ago to say oh you
1: guys look the, the one yesterday where he got where he seemed like he was too deep in the net and he makes the initial save and he's not fully down on the ice and the guy goes for a rebound slides a five hole that's okay, so a we're
0: upset. we're upset he made the initial save, but the rebound is what a yeah. guy scored okay. on. We're upset that a guy scored on a rebound in front of him? He, okay. he doesn't That's, give up goals sure like that. Out. Just making sure we understand.
1: That's a goal that he doesn't give up, and he did yesterday. I just think he struggled a little bit. That's all. And we knew it was going to happen. He wasn't going to have a .95 save percentage all year. Golden tenders have up and down, up and down. It's just the way it is. Right now, he's a little bit on the downside. I think they should start Varlamov tonight. Farlamov's been sharp, really sharp. He hasn't been down at all this year. He deserves a little bit more, a little bit more starts, a few more, uh, a few more trips on the ice over Sorokin right now. He's playing better. Best player plays.
0: Okay, our defense gives up. You see freaking chances in front of him. And again, you're going to go ahead and malign the goalie. I just, I'm not maligning
1: the goalie. I don't know why. Looks like he's
0: struggling. It looks like, you know, we should start playing Sorokin a few more games now because it looks like Sorokin's in it. Sorokin's the guy. Simple. If if you get a bad start from Jacob Degrom or two bad starts, hey Jacob man, hey, we're gonna go ahead and go. We're gonna give you some rest. Maybe we we don't want you throwing at you. Just not looking the same out there. We're gonna go ahead and roll to somebody else out there in the rotation. Yeah, we're just gonna start giving them a little bit more time. We're not throwing you seven eight innings. Yeah, maybe we're gonna throw you four or five. The You're one with the best guy. You're wrong with the best player. If Matt Barzol doesn't score points, let's say in four or five games, hey Matty B. Yeah, I noticed last four or five games you've been struggling a bit. You're going to find your way on the bench. You're not playing 20 minutes a night right now. You're going to be playing like 12 or 13. You're all the best fucking player out there.
1: (laughs) I'm confused. The point is, Varlamov has been playing extremely well.
0: You're saying Varlamov's played better than Sorokin as of late. I think you're wrong.
1: Uh, Okay, I think absolutely as, as of late. I think Varlamov's play has stayed right here. And Sorokin's has dipped a little bit. I'm not saying he's a better player, but I'm not going to start him in back-to-back games.
0: So Sorokin's here. Varlamov's here. Let's say Sorokin even dipped a little bit. He's still a better goal than Varlamov. And you're saying,
1: hey, let's start throwing Varley out Varlamov's there. Varlamov's been really, really good recently. Really Sorokin,
0: good. Sorokin didn't start a game in freaking seven days or six days. That was his first start in six days. And you're going to say, well, okay, I'm we'll not worried about it. They're not going to play. Here's the thing that concerns me. They're, they're going to play Varlamov against Colorado.
1: Why? What makes you say that?
0: He always plays against Colorado. He used to play for Colorado. He always plays against Colorado. Always, always, always.
1: I think they, they said- play
0: Varlamov tonight. Varlamov plays on Monday too. I think they that's said- fine. Whatever. You're just happy saying, okay, Varlamov is a guy we're rolling now. I don't like that idea. Sorokin's a better goalie.
1: I don't think Sorokin was good last night. I don't think he played well last night. Not to the level that he's played all year.
0: Okay, you keep getting that, but you understand, right? We're getting into the semantics of it, but
1: he hasn't played
0: as well as he had all
1: year. He still played better than Varlamov. What are you talking about? You put the best goalie out there. I thought he was poor last night. I'm not starting him back-to-back. If he's played poor, and Varlamov played really well against Boston, really well, really well. He usually i usually well,
0: not. poorly against Boston.
1: I, I don't care. Okay. I don't care. It doesn't
0: matter. It Here's doesn't the thing. That he plays Sorokin Williams.
1: was poor last night. I'm rolling with Varlamov today. Okay. And if Varlamov plays well today, I'll start him in Colorado. If he looks bad, I go back to Sorokin. Sorokin has not been good recently. He's still making tremendous saves, but there's little things that he's doing where he's giving up goals that he should not give up. And I'm not saying that he's poor. I'm just saying – that he's regressing to the norm a little bit. That's all. V- Varlamov has played better than him recently. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying we should trade Va- trade Sorokin, get rid of him. He sucks. I'm not saying that. We have to win tonight. And you c- you don't have the advantage of, okay, well, let's ride out. You know, Maybe Sorokin will be bad for the next five or six games and he'll right the ship. You can't lose five or six games in a row. You're going to be out of the playoffs by then. Can't do yes, that.
0: So let's let's put the inferior goalie out there. That's fine. I, I, you know, uh, I don't, not, Here's the thing: they're not rolling out anybody but Varlamov on Monday. I would be shocked if they rolled out Sorokin on Monday. That's all. And so we're just getting back into a point. Hey, man, we're back to Barry Trotz territory. Hey, let's find a way if we could throw Sorokin in there or throw Varlamov in there. More but Varlamov's
1: playing better right now. He's not the he's not the best goalie. He's not the better goalie. I still say we trade him at the deadline. But right now. He's playing better. He's I not just, the better goalie, but he's playing better. It's called I riding the that. hot hand.
0: He's not the hot hand. He's not the better goalie right now. I just disagree.
1: We've What's lost uh, Sorokin's lost four in a row. That's that's a definition of a cold hand.
0: <laughs> it's like i saying a pitcher who's lost four in a row. what, what type of run support? Wasn't he, he in for the sure seven goals? Against, against
1: well, who who was in net for the seven goals against against St. Louis? Who was that? It well, that, was was eight, on. Yeah, that was Sorokin. Yeah, that was Sorokin. Correct. All right. He gave up lost, five goals lost, yesterday. He's lost, he's lost 5 in a row. 5 in a row. Even worse. He gave up five goals yesterday. It's not like we're getting beat one nothing. We're giving up boatloads of goals when he's in there. I'm just saying it, maybe it's time where, you know what, I'm not I'm not rolling him out in the back to back. If he would have shut out Arizona yesterday, okay, I'm willing to go back to back. He gave up five goals and one which was really weak. One he didn't even see.
0: We're December 17th right now, and he's played four games in December. I don't know. Maybe, you know, you talk about some of those self-fulfilling prophecies. Really tough for a goalie to find rhythm when you start four times in, you know, 17, 18 games or 17, 18 days. So I mean you're playing one game every four. Yeah, it's backup duty. Trump is almost what it equates to. But I don't know. Out? You're trying to get your goalie, finding to get him back on the right spot. You know how you do that? Your defense does a little bit more in front of him. <laughs> Th- that's how you do well, it. So. How is
1: Varlamov able to have better numbers over the same defense playing in front of him? He's been playing better.
0: We've talked about Sorokin this.
1: Sorokin just hit a rough patch. That's all. He's just hit a little bit of rough patch. It's not the end of the world, but the other guy's playing better. So he's not. I'm not. There's no way I'm going back to back with Sorokin after the performance he had last night. Absolutely not. Against a better team tonight.
0: All I'm gonna say is Varlamov will play today. He will play on Monday, and we'll see how things go. Maybe he will
1: maybe Varlamov's gonna be. We don't even one. know if he's starting today.
0: Okay, you They're just told s- me.
1: You just told me five minutes ago. We don't even know if he's starting today. You already got him starting today and Monday.
0: I don't. Have, I don't see anything tweeted up, and if somebody sees a tweet, let me know. But I'm not seeing any tweets yet with <laughs> with the, with the rosters yet. Um, that being said, Grump, you know when you look at it, right? Varley, you talk about how well Varlamov has played, right? One game of shot against Chicago. No. Well, he gave up four goals on 29 shots against the Devils. That's not stellar. And he played well. Okay, gave up three goals on 30 shots against Boston. You know, again, like, neither of the really goalies against have the next. He
1: was really good against Boston.
0: Okay. yeah, We're just going to agree to disagree on this point. I, you know, I, Vralimov, Vralimov has not been the better goalie as of late. I've always believed and still believe. Sorokin should be playing the line share. You shouldn't even be splitting it 50-50. Sorokin's a better goalie. Sorokin's a better player. Sorokin gets to play. Simple. So, anyway, um, what are you? He's just not playing
1: anymore. well right now, that's all.
0: I did find this as an interesting t- – oh, fuck We're back on this again. Just stop. Um, did find this interesting. Kevin Kurtz posted this here. He says, Islanders against teams that are below them in the standings, 11-9. and 9. Teams that are above them in the standings, 6, 4, and 1. So on both of those metrics, slightly above average. That's exactly what it is, slightly above 500 in both of those areas.
1: We should be much better against teams below us in the standings, much better.
0: That's where the issue lies. Yes. That's where, like, what we're going to see is we're playing tough teams. I wonder if this starts to change a bit because, you know, hey, we're playing a lot of those tough teams that are above us in the schedule or standings hasn't impact us. Um, one but, thing I
1: wh- one thing one thing I want to say about that under Barry Trotz, we always beat the teams below us in the standings. Our record was superior to them. Uh we might lose a couple of games, but those numbers instead of 11 and 9 probably would have been 16 and 4 or 16, 3 and 1. It was the teams above us in the standings that we struggled with, particularly last year, playoff teams. We really struggled against them. But against the the lesser teams in the league, we dominated them. That's what makes this team so f- kind of hard to get a figure on because it seems like we are playing better against the better teams, you know, not every night, but you know, we're more than holding our own against them, but against the lower seated teams, it's like, man, it's a real crap shoot. That's a problem. That's a problem. Yep.
0: Gotta beat the teams below you have to <laughs> gotta do it. Um, but I do want to go ahead and read our ad here today. Grumpy from DraftKings. Hockey fans light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. And if that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into even bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code THPN and bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets. If they do, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes in the description for additional details.
1: Very nice, TJ. Very professionally done.
0: I know. I've been reading that one for a while now, so I've almost got it memorized. I can read that in my sleep. I like it. Read my sleep. Joseph C said, I was going to poke fun at the fact that you guys lost to the Flyers, but I remembered the only Ducks win in regulation came at the hands of the Rangers.
1: I mean, that's ancient history, us losing to the Flyers.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. Freaking Flyers. The freaking Flyers, Grumpy.
1: Who was in net for that game?
0: I can pull up for you, Grumpy. Do you know who was in net for that game? Is that what you're asking?
1: I'm just figuring it was Sorokin.
0: What makes you figure that?
1: Because he's on a five-game losing streak.
0: (laughs) Okay, let me pull it up here. You're gonna have to. Okay, you keep reading comments, saying Grumpy, if you want me to pull that up for you.
1: Okay. Joseph C. says, "Ironic, Matt Ryan is at the helm of two of the biggest choke jobs in NFL history. By the way, not all his fault, but 33 to nothing, and you can't win. Yeah, Indianapolis blows."
0: Jeff Saturday being hired as a coach was the worst, or as an interim coach, was the worst decision known. It's <laughs> like one of the worst coaches, one of the worst interim head coach decisions I've ever seen.
1: Well, it's still better than what it was before under Frank Reich.
0: I don't know, dude. You think Frank Reich would have blown a 33 nothing lead?
1: I don't think they would have even scored 20 points under Frank Reich because they weren't scoring at all. <sighs> he would have been starting – the Ellinger kid.
0: What's what's a diff, What's the difference between losing thirty-five to thirty-three or forty to three? What's the difference? A loss is a loss is a loss. It's that simple. Um, you know, I, I saw that. It's pathetic. I, so you, know, you
1: think it's better to get beat forty-five to three than thirty-five to thirty-three? Is that? Is, what you're
0: wait, let me ask you this: Is it worse to lose forty to three? or to give up 35 unanswered points in the second half to lose? They're both really fucking bad ways to lose because when you go ahead and go up 33 nothing in halftime and find a way to lose, Grumpy, that is no heart. That's a lack of effort, and that's the inability to close out a game. Or do you just want to get throttled and you could just say, hey, just... You know, hit the delete on that one and move on to the next one. When you lose, th- when you're up 33 nothing and find a way, that's finding a way to lose. Just like the Andres did against the Coyotes. That's finding a way to lose. Is it worse to get your ass blown out of the stadium or find a way to lose?
1: Find a way to lose. Because at least this shows that, you know what, there are some positives. The offense looked good today the quarterback looked good the
0: the offense looked good no 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 they had a two they had a special teams touchdown at a pick six what are you talking okay. about okay
1: so the defense, defense looked good game? early so the, here's the thing it's better if the games are competitive you have something to look at something to build on you get beat 45 to 3 what do you have to build on your team sucks there's no positives that come out of a 45 reset. to 3
0: you can hit the reset you just say hey scrap it it was a bad game from start to finish you don't say Oh yeah, when you're
1: four nine and one. Your team blows. Your team, you are what your record says you are. They couldn't pick Dennis up as Dennis Green down. would say.
0: They couldn't. They couldn't pick up a first down with fucking Jonathan Taylor as the running back.
1: <laughs> Jonathan Taylor <laughs> was out. Jonathan <laughs> Taylor was out. He went out. In, he went out early in the uh, early in the game with an ankle injury. He was out the whole okay. game.
0: So he went out early in the game. You can't find a way to pick up first downs. Period End a sentence. I turned the game off once they went up big. It was like, "Nah." Half paying attention, they went up big, and, that, and once Kirk Cousins threw that pick six, I'm like, that's it. I'm not watching that anymore. And I find out I
1: missed out on the big game. I'm jealous.
0: I'm upset. So um, when
1: you're a quitter viewer.
0: That's me, a quitter viewer. Nick D says, TJ, 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 you there? We are. Uh, Drew L says, I had a feeling those Coyotes would win. They're sneaky against weak defensive teams. That's a problem. That's, that's going to be a problem if we make the postseason, too. This is, you know, Matthew S. said, Good evening, gentlemen. Don't even know where to start here. That was embarrassing. It was an embarrassing
1: loss. Yep. It was.
0: Mm. Uh, no W. says, If this season continues the way it's going, do you guys see us keeping Lane Lambert as a head coach? Probably not.
1: I think there are bigger, bigger things to worry about. Is Lou Lamarillo going to be here after this year? Do That's you go what- to?" Di- if you go in a different direction with Lou Lamarillo, a new GM is going to come in, and he's going to pick his own guy. They're going to blow the team up.
0: That's why I said I don't think he'll be here as head coach because if we continue on this type of – if we continue to play games like we have recently, we're not winning games, we're finding ways to lose. Lou Lamarillo out as a general manager. We're getting a new head coach by proxy. That simple. Lou um,
1: Lamarillo should be out as a general manager, period, at 80 years old. Period. He's eighty freaking years old. He should not be a general manager of an NHL team anymore.
0: I agree. Anyway, uh, I'm not saying he should be. Just saying, if he's gone, right? If the losing is what it takes to get him out, I don't think we keep a head coach. Just saying. Andrew L said, "Imagine losing two games to the Coyotes." Oh wait, I don't have to imagine it.
1: <laughs> Tough losses, both of them.
0: Drouillard said, "Also grumpy. Guess what? The Knicks on a six-game winning streak. However, this game tomorrow." Will be a good test to see where my Knicks are at.
1: Hey, if they if they're leading at halftime, that game's over. Uh, Jk
0: says, "Fellas, I'm in Vegas to watch the game."
1: Oh, I mean, Jake, you're going to have to let us know exactly what it looks like, what that stadium looks like. I'm I'm dying to find out. What do you mean? Just like the, the, atmosphere, uh, the atmosphere, the atmosphere in in Vegas. Okay, the atmosphere is really fun. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: Matthew S says, "Hopefully, you get a perf- better performance than last night's garbage."
1: I think we will. I think we're going to play much better today.
0: I think we do too. We play up to our competition. If we don't,
1: we're yeah. in real trouble.
0: That's, yep. Just as I said earlier, we're in trouble. Um, Nick D, Grumpy.
1: TJ, Grumpy, how are you guys doing tonight? Rumors are swirling that Canucks will take a second or third rounder for Besser. I'd give up a third round pick for him yesterday. Yesterday. Change the scenery for somebody like that. Absolutely. He's younger jettison the old bring in the new he's not
0: younger he's like what 27
1: Brock Besser I don't yeah. know I don't know how old he is he's oh, here's his thing he's not 38 he's not 32 he's
0: 25 I apologize he's
1: 25 good I mean he's he's on a what five and a half million dollar a year contract for a number of years yet
0: I'll pull up here now we looked this up a little while ago it's like yeah, six, I, six, six point 6. 6.6 for the next after for including this year for the next three years, for three years, including this year.
1: I'm willing to roll a dice on that for a third round pick. Absolutely.
0: I would too. I think he needs a change of scenery. I would be fine. We, a need, we
1: need a change of scenery. We need someone from the outside to come in. It's not, you it can't be the same old guys. You get the same results with the same guys. This room needs to be shaken up a little bit.
0: Um, just update score wise. Capitals gonna beat the Maple Leafs. They won, they're up five to two, five, six minutes remaining in the third period. Um, depending on what we <laughs> um Panthers up three-one on the Devils. They grow closer with games in hand over us in the standings. Hurricanes up four to three over the Dallas Stars to continue their march forward. Uh, Rangers up four to three, four minutes remaining against the Flyers. Tough, tough, tough. That's all it is. Tough tough teams around us there, Grumpy. Um JK says the Arizona goalie looked really awkward in that. Yeah, that's what I said. He I, I didn't eh.
1: he looked terrible. I thought he was fighting every single puck, every single one. And, you know, you see games like that. It's like, oh, we're beating those guys. And usually those are the guys that we do beat. We beat teams like that. Where the goal to, just just with us crashing the net. I'll tell you what, you saw a lot of that from Arizona last night, too. That's what teams that don't have talent do. They crash the net trying to generate dirty goals. That's what bad teams do.
0: Okay. Tough for a goalie to play fantastic hockey when that happens. That being said, right, the rest of the comment says, we could still not beat a goalie who looked really awkward in that. Um, we looked out of sorts in our own end. Yes. If you grumpy, If you could, you've got that orange part of your shirt that just keeps – Bill one right over the top, that little that little flush there.
1: Just the pain in my ass is what I
0: just mean. don't know how you can't get the microphone set up. I just
1: don't know why you're such a pain in the ass. That's what yeah, I want to know. It
0: sounds great. I love that. That's perfect. Nick D. said, oh, oh we suck. Doug R. Said, be, hey,
1: oh, no, we suck again.
0: He says, hello, boys. Uh, I've been away for a bit. Wasn't sure if I'd show up tonight since my head hurts from banging it against the wall last night, Doug. Oof.
1: Well, here's the thing. Anyone who's watching, you can... You know, go upstairs in your bedroom if you have a TV in your bedroom. Show me, I have to sneeze. I'm sorry.
0: No worries, Grumpy. But you could go up. Fucking, hey, that looked. <laughs> oh my God. Grumpy is not one of those. He's not one of those. <laughs> no, He's not thing. one of those relaxed sneezers or like comfortable no. sneezers. That son of a gun looks like he's. Those are sneezes from hell.
1: Dog Z is in the house tonight. Um, so when he's in the house, I'm kind of a l- little bit allergic to him. Um, and I get sneezy. I get a little congested, stuff like that. So um, what was that comment again? I'm sorry that I was starting to talk about. Okay, we're talking
0: um, about Wall. You said you got a TV upstairs.
1: Yeah, if you have a TV, the one thing is you can put the game up when you're watching there. If you fall asleep you know, during the game, it's okay. You can still have sweet dreams or a nightmare, depending on what the game is at the time.
0: There it is. I like that. Joseph C says, as good as Sorokin is, it's hard to maintain a 935 save percentage like he had. True. Um, he has seen regression at some point. True. Still That's better all coach. I'm saying. I'm still playing better. I, okay, sure. He's seen regression. He's still playing better hockey than Varlamov.
1: Not recently.
0: Oh, John Smith said, Series sweep from the Coyotes. Yeah. The Wicker Man says, Why is Arizona playing in a college stadium that only holds 4,400 people? I had a rumor last year, but I thought it was a joke.
1: No, it's true. And the whole thing was they weren't paying their, and this is, here's the thing. The Coyotes are owned by the NHL right now. Yes. They couldn't pay their taxes. What does it tell you about who's running the league? I mean, you know, you got to pay your taxes. So they went to a smaller arena. It's better to have a sold out crowd, a more raucous crowd than, uh, you know, you know, just having 5,000 people in a, you know, a $17,000 stadium, a 17,000 seat stadium.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when we look at it, they play at Arizona State to answer your question, Wickerman. They play at Arizona State University in Tempe. Uh, Arizona is where they've been playing their games at Mullet Arena. So they do play in front of a smaller crowd.
1: And you know that the first goal scored in Mullet Arena was scored by Shane Doan's son for Arizona State University.
0: Okay, so he was playing at college. He was a college hockey player. Yes,
1: and okay. you know Shane Doan, he's like Arizona Coyote
0: of, favorite. Yeah, Arizona Coyote fan favorite.
1: He's one of, and he's one of the guys running the show there now.
0: Yep. Um, DDT says you can throw the Vezina talk out the window. This is what I mean. These are the type of fans, Grumpy, that just drive but
1: me. But he, but he's not been great recently.
0: Holy shit! So you saw him go out from the best goalie in the goddamn world to. I'm still one of the best goalies in the world for four games, and we're here ready to turn our back. Oh, man, yeah, just turn our back on him.
1: Okay, okay it's not turning your back on him. Exactly what it is. It's, it, no, it's just.
0: Nice no. jersey, guys. Thanks, Dave Wickerman. Thank you. Um, D-Cut. Doing D-Cut says, fire lame, hire Barry. Oh, there it is. Frank K said, the defending of ownership and Lou needs to stop. Totally inept. This team won't win shit with the assholes running it. Lou thinking that he's running the same team, running the same team in, uh, was going to win a cup. Total joke.
1: True. True.
0: Andy everything that goes right. R- Go okay.
1: And everything that they've been saying about, you know, Barry Trotz was the read, Barry Trotz, Barry Trotz, he's gone. There is no excuse. Everything's on Lou Lammerl now. Everything.
0: And, Grumpy, I don't know if you want to try to get everything done in 30 minutes before the game starts, but if so, just make sure you keep, you're keep mindful of that. Or we can go during the game, so just make sure you're mindful of that. I, I, I'm free to do whatever you want. I know you might be – I know it's getting late, Grumpy, but we, we might – hey, I'm good to keep going until we get through all the comments. Just keep that in mind. Uh, Andrew L. says, rest in peace to the couch.
1: Yeah, couch is in trouble.
0: <laughs> you're sending it up there in New York. Sent-
1: Bye-bye, couch.
0: Everyone, in honor of Grumpy's legendary couch, let's have a moment of silence to honor the couch's legacy. Yes, <laughs> it's TJ time on Central Standard Time. There it is. Uh, Andrew L. said Sorokin hasn't looked sharp, and Barzal has been meh recently.
1: I think what teams are finding is they now know we're going to put two guys on Barzal, and Boston shows everyone how to do that. Two guys, two and a half, even make somebody else beat you, and we're just not capable of doing that. Johnson. Boston, Boston just neutralizes him.
0: Yeah, he played one game against Boston this year, but yeah, uh, but when saying, they
1: played, when they played Boston before, they know how to play him. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think a more ap- and a more appropriate statement would be they neutralized him. Like they played him once, they neutralized. I, I wouldn't say they neutralized him like all the time. Implying that, but I'd say, yeah, they neutralized him the one game they played him. Sure. Frank Stenger says fish sticks. Doug R says, very afraid Lou is going to wait too long and try to get to try to get store uh, to try to get a score. Um, if not here by the Canadian road trip starting New Year's Day, it will be too late.
1: That's okay because then you start selling. Yeah, you go into sell mode.
0: Mm. Yeah. i or we can just, depending on what happens in the trip, we could just say let's wait closer to the deadline. You know, I I'm not even sure. It's got to real- be the right guy. It's got to be the right guy. See, like Brock Basser doesn't fix all the all the all the problems on no, this. No,
1: but for a third round pick, it means we don't have to see Casper um, Holmstrom. We don't have to see him. We don't have to see. Kyle Palmieri on a night-in, night-out basis. We don't have to – if Thank Anthony Reveillier is not performing, he can sit down. Josh Bailey can sit down permanently. Mm. That's that's what bringing somebody in from the outside who just obviously needs a change of scenery could do for a team.
0: My Little Brownie said, I saw Barzy roll his eyes in his mouth. What the F did I sign up for when Lee missed that pass? Oh, my gosh. Lee's the terrible. At Lee's least terrible. that's what I imagined.
1: Lee's been terrible. He's just been terrible. Even worse than terrible. I was like, holy crap. At least he used to be able to catch a pass. He used to be able to shoot a little bit. He's been terrible. Nine goals. What he scored eight in the first three games? Because he's been freaking terrible the last, I want to say the last month. Just terrible.
0: John Smith said, "It seems like under Lambert, defense is optional.
1: That you know what? You wonder whose fault that is. That's Lou Lamarillo's fault. That's Lou Lamarillo's fault for refusing to go out and get better offensive talent. It's not Lane Lambert's fault. He's trying to generate more offense. The only way to do it with the the just total the the, the front line group that is just bereft of any talent yeah, except number thirteen. Group. It's just so difficult." So difficult, because now your defense has to play offense, which leaves you vulnerable on the back end. That's the catch-22. That's what it is.
0: Mm. Um, Drew also agreeing, Lee is abysmal. He's Frank been horrible. K. Frank Hayes saying, the organization needs a severe cleaning. Remember I said the window closed after losing in Game 7 to Tampa? They're a joke. Let's be Let's be real.
1: I've been saying it for how many years now? They should have been... They should have been gradually refreshing the roster, letting go of the guys who are in their 30s instead of signing them to further contract extensions. You're just asking for trouble. Now it's here. We knew it was coming. It's here now. If we don't make the playoffs this year, we have to blow it up. But now is it, it doesn't even matter anymore. You're going to be so far behind the eight ball where you could have been, instead of trading away first-round picks, you could have started to ease some better talent, younger talent into the roster to, for a gradual transition. Now it's going to be from here to here. Well, actually, from here to here.
0: I think we do have young talents just making sure that we they We are
1: here. You. We are here. This is where we're going. Mm, way down there.
0: I don't know. I think that may be a little drastic. No. Okay. I think that's a little overblown. But anyway, um, D-Cut says, Igor are over Ilya Sorokin all day, every day. See, I don't agree I- with
1: I I think that D cut's a Rangers fan.
0: Yep, that's when you get all this. You start riling up these people. Let me just about. say oh, one thing: Shookins look bad. Look bad. Fuck. I want to say hey, one hey, thing
1: out. about about D cut and the boys at Isles Misery rated R. I okay. love them, even though he sounds like a Rangers fan now.
0: No, oh, that's the issue. Um, Scott L says, "Hey guys, what's up, Scott? Um, that's not the report I got from a top scout in Russia. Brock tied the ballerina in points." is better in face-offs in his own zone. Our best forward, hands down. Totally no disagree. Way.
1: Totally disagree. No way. My gosh. Come on, D-Cut. Come on.
0: Uh, the league contract is looking real bad now. He's been awful.
1: We knew that was coming. Here's the thing. On this show, we said it the day he signed that contract. That's a brutal contract. Yep. Brutal.
0: Yep. Tony G saying, here I am thinking I'm early. Uh, Matthew S. said, Lee oh, looked so awful. Oh, my God. That, I assume he says that, probably means to say that's, or, or he needs to be taken off that line. I would even argue he, the C needs to be stripped off the jersey. I can't believe I'm saying this, but unless Paul Mary can play left side, Parise might be the best option on Matt Barzal's line, and that's not a good thing.
1: It's not. It's not. That's an issue.
0: We've always talked about how all and Anders Lee are like water and oil, but we found ourselves in a spot to where those freaking those those those, those those liquids that just won't congeal are being mixed together once again.
1: We have nothing in the forward group, nothing, just no one who's any good. Thirteen is good, and uh, Croc is Croc is good enough too. That's it. That's it. Everybody else is just a ham and egg.er everybody else.
0: Uh, Brian P said all good teams have their defense join the play. Yeah, they do, but not as much. To, I mean, our defense is joining the play. I'd argue more than any other. It's the reason why we're 20. We've got number one in the NHL in goals by defensemen. Because here's, even more.
1: Here's the thing. Their defense might join the play, but they have the skating skills to get back to play defensively. Our defensive guys with the exception of Dobson, and maybe Romanov, uh, don't have that speed to get back in play. They just don't.
0: Yeah. Um, and uh, decott then says, can Dobson borrow some roids from Bellows? Kid needs to hit the gym. That's just time. Time's going to be the only thing that's going to take him to get that done.
1: He's still a boy yet. He's still a boy.
0: Uh, change up the defensive pairings when Pellick is back.
1: Absolutely. Be nice. Dobson and Pellick. Dobson and Pellick.
0: Um, but, I mean,
1: look at. Look at Romanov, even with Pulak out there. Romanov's just wandering around over by the boards, not playing position. He's, he's, he's been a, for me, he's been a bust this year, defensively. He really has.
0: So, was my statement correct then, Grumpy?
1: I don't know what we would have picked at 13. Was it another third liner that we could have picked at the 13 spot? We
0: could have, uh, Varlamov is in. Thank you. Whoever tagged me in this, Varlamov is in tonight. Thank they you. Don't. This is posted as of, Eastern Standard Time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Many, many thank yous. Um, Yep, Varlamov in net tonight against Vegas.
1: Had to be, had to be. Logan Thompson, is he the starter there?
0: He's playing for them.
1: Yeah, well, very comparable goaltenders tonight. I guess 21 games, he's got to be their starter, no?
0: I'm pulling it up. I'm just making sure it's not due to injury.
1: You know, He's played 21 games this year.
0: Okay. You know what I mean, though? It's not like uh, – remember, because Robin Leonard was the guy supposedly there. That they have somebody else who's supposed to be the guy that's injured, and that's the reason why Thompson's playing games. That's what I mean, Grumpy. Okay.
1: okay.
0: Um, I'll be pulling it up here. Uh, thank you for that. need to see who posted that to me. Um, thank you for that, GM Loser Shamarilla. <laughs> <laughs> and Cal Clutterbuck and Kyle Palmieri are both day-to-day with upper-body injuries right now.
1: Here's nothing with older players. They get dinged up more. Yeah.
0: I mean, did you see, did it look like Kyle Palmieri almost lost a tooth when he was hit? I thought that was a dirty freaking hit against Kyle Palmieri around the boards. Did you see that hit, Grumpy?
1: I did see the hit. It was maybe a tad late, but you know what? Here's the thing. I know why that guy hit him. The guy took a kind of a nasty uh, – uh, Palmieri took a nasty slash on that guy just before yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes you kind of reap what you sow a little bit.
0: Mm. Um, yeah, Logan Thomas is a starting goalie there. Um, yeah. Did we talk about uh, Doug R's comment, Grumpy?
1: No. Okay. I understand that this list is not perfect because of contract trade restrictions, but the only untouchables to the club roster, I would say, are Barzal, Nelson, Wallstrom, Dobson, and Sorokin. Um, uh, Gosh, I don't think you're looking to move Pellick. You'd have to get a, a, a King's ransom for him. If you're moving Pellick and Bullock, if you just sign them to very manageable deals.
0: You're going to blow everything up.
1: You're, you're there, they're there to blow everything up, without Yikes. a doubt. Without a
0: doubt. Um, and uh, Drew L., got a comment there for you, Grom.
1: I know TJ hates talking about fantasy football, so I'll keep it here. Nick Chubb and Hawkinson busting made this week. Interesting. My money league is the same as well. Okay.
0: I figured you would enjoy that talking fantasy.
1: I'm playing Drew this week in fantasy.
0: Copy. let you get that comment. I'll be back.
1: Joseph C says, you guys here, the NHL wants to go back to an 84 game regular season. I also heard that they want to go to having rivalries against teams, uh, as many as eight games against rivalry teams starting next year. I think that's a great idea. We talked about it here not too long ago where let's take it where you see teams like the Rangers and the Islanders play eight times a year, maybe not eight, but maybe six, and you limit the amount of times that uh, that you play the Western Conference teams. I always think there's more rivalries in your interdivisional games. You have to win division anyway, so you might as well play them. I kind of think that's a great idea. Wickerman says, Pajot already has more goals this year than he did last year. That's not saying much. Gungun says, I stay up until midnight watching the, the feces last night. Can I get those three hours of my life back? You cannot. And here's the thing. You might as well double down now. Game starts in about 15 minutes. Nick D says, we didn't effort trade, but Lou is so tight with the crew that he won't pull the trigger. Yeah, unless he's moving first-round draft picks and players that he just doesn't like. You know, Lamarillo is real good at killing anyone's trade value and then moving them. Just stupid. Joel says, I see Wally as a second liner. He's not good enough skater to become a first liner. Why not? He's a better skater than Anders Lee, and he's a first-liner. Goongoon says, what's going on with Sorokin? Suddenly, his skills are stinky. Yeah, he's just going through a rough patch right now, which is why he's trying to explain to TJ, but he wasn't going. it. Brian P. says, where are you going with this, TJ? I don't know. I don't know what part he was talking about. Maybe it was the Sorokin thing. Who knows? Andruel says, about I thought he was going to where he was going. He went to the bathroom like he always does during the show. Andrewell says, about this time, you guys – Got into proper uniform. Yes, we're both wearing Islanders. DJ's wearing a jersey. I'm wearing a, a shirt. Looks good. Brian B. says the Islanders suck. Spot on as usual, Brian. My brother from another mother. Jeff Sobel says perhaps Sorokin is not as good as we all make him out to be. He's lost six in a row and five of those six games. He was not that good. That's my issue. Right now he's just struggling a little bit. And you know what? It happens in season. I think he's is as good as we think he is. Frank Kaplan says, Devils came back to earth. You may hear fire rough chance real soon. Rangers are back big time. They look lethal. That's the problem. You're seeing Washington playing really well. The Rangers are playing really well. The Devils are like, what, 10 points up on us, 9 points up on us. So they can have a little bit of regression, and we're still struggling. Uh, maybe the Devils come all the way back down to earth. I don't think so, just with the big lead they had. Brian P says Arizona is in full rebuild and they have no plans of being in the playoffs. Very true. Jewel says the thing is the Coyotes have left handed le- have left handed Matt Barzell and he was picked in the fourth round of last year's draft. I don't even know what that means. Kungun says honestly, if I handed sticks and skates to both of you friendly chaps and urged you to take the ice, I think you'd both contribute as much as Lee and Anthony Bay, uh, certainly as much as Lee. Bavillier can skate. Um, Kushite revenge says New York Islanders should contact keeper bellows and put him back in the lineup. He has more offensive upside than Holmstrom. Did Holmstrom even play yesterday? I don't even know if he did. He's Bailey like, and just, just invisible out there. Brian P says Frank Kaplan. They absolutely dominated Philly yesterday and they lost to Carter Hart. period. Okay. uh, John Smith says the had another goal. Kids got a shot. 11 goals in 27 games. That's what you call having upside. Frank Kaplan says, Thursday, they ran out of luck, it seems. Uh, Matt S. says, I disagree. He's given up very bad ones, but the team has played like shit in front of him. Okay. Um, Ryan P. says, Frank, he still thinks the Devils are a good team. Goon Goon says, tomorrow for the Jets, he bets that Zach Wilson will play wacky. We're going to find out. Zach Wilson will be starting tomorrow for the Jets. Uh, against the Detroit lions um i'm going to start just skipping through some of these we're going to have to go a little fast because i know the game is starting and people want to watch the game i understand um uh matthew talking about sorokin his position is a little tentative lately and that's not a major issue that's exactly what i'm saying um frank says mayfield is great at screening a goalie on his own um James Farrell, and this will be the last time I mention that. What a disgusting loss losing by Arizona. I'll just blow by the rest of those. Uh, D. Cut says, Brian Parson, the dev should sign Varlamov in the offseason. Goaltending is poor. Why not just move him to the Devils? Get a first-round draft pick. Do whatever you got to do. If you're not making the playoffs, who cares? You might as well move uh, Varlamov. Um, Doug was wondering why Sorokin, if he's number one, why did he play last night? instead of Varlamov. Well, doesn't matter. Um, Cut says, if we lose the next five games, Lame, short for Lane, will get the pink slip and that drunk Thompson will take over. You're in for bad times indeed if that happens. Mario says, this year's excuse seems to be that the Islanders have only one loser point. That is what the point is to be more often brought up on very various Islanders groups. Well, what does it mean? It means that you're winning games in regulation or you're losing games in regulation. What do loser points have to do anything? Um, uh, Goon Goon says also, Salah is stupid for leaving old Flacco in. Um, that's a football comment. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh L says, unacceptable loss to the Coyotes. Um,
0: All righty, Grumpy. I'm back.
1: Okay. We're looking about... Um, yeah, I can find it there. Um, 853 Joseph C says Phil's Facts was going to do a lot of shit talking about the other Metro teams, then got real quiet the last couple of days. <laughs> we had to talk about that. Phil's been uh, let me tell you something. Phil must be on suicide watch right now. Everything he said is wrong. Everything.
0: I'm telling you, it's it's not necessarily that. You know, we're in a everything
1: spot. Phil says is wrong. It is necessarily that.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, D cut says, you, uh, uh, TJ, you were kissing lames behind when we're winning now that we're losing crickets, be consistent Baldwin. I don't, I was never kissing lane Lambert's ass. Never. I think I was the one who said the only person at that time, we're going to, they're going to be items that are going to be issues for lane Lambert in this team that we don't see yet because everything is so new. We haven't had a chance to process it. And guess what? He's not going to be a Hall of Fame coach first time, first gig, first season. I think I said that almost verbatim. So, no, I'm not, I'm not kissing his ass, D-Cut. I'm not kissing his ass now. I'm not kissing his ass then. You know, he's he's he plays too much of an open system, but I think he does that because we have to generate more offense. True. Alex H says, TJ, fans are already starting to point the finger at Sorokin. That's the problem I have right there. That type of mentality and that type of attitude where people start pointing the finger at the best player on this team.
1: That's fandom, they, though. That's fandom. I don't know why it's actually...
0: Okay, how often do they point the finger at Derek Jeter? How no, often there. do they point the All uh, right, All right, he, had, but he had damn good on our team.
1: Okay, but Jeter had, you know, when he had that one year where I think he had two hits in the first 30, 40 games, I don't even remember what that was, and Tori wouldn't take him out of the lineup, he built up an awful lot of cachet at that point. But people would call him to sit down. They absolutely were. Google okay, a- says, in 1980, Torrey and, the Island- and Arbor were smart enough to know things need to be shaken up, at least as the Islanders floundered in the regular season. Enter Goring, bye-bye Harrison Lewis, lazy Lou, lax Very, very true.
0: Brian B. Sales say it. Islanders suck again. Mario, grumpy.
1: The captain is the leader of the locker room, so it's about time that Lee begins calling out some players who play down to the competition. If he has done it in the locker room, has tuned him out, time to name a new captain. Maybe he should look at himself in the mirror and say, Yeah, I'm part of the problem.
0: That's about to say, when you're the captain and we talk about players who play down to the competition, he's one of the perpetrators of that. When you're a guy who I've always looked at it like this, I, in order for, and I was weird like this, but somebody had to be legitimate talent for me to listen to them. They sucked ass or they weren't the same player unless they were legitimate. You know, unbelievable world beater at one point, and Lee never was. He was a good player during his prime. I always said, good garbage man. He doesn't have it anymore. Shouldn't be the captain. Really tough for guys to listen to somebody who's trying to demand and boss people around in the room who doesn't have it anymore and never did.
1: Brian at eight fifty six has a comment that's so true. Our goals, our our goals are up, and we're still eighteenth in scoring, which we're not that great. Yeah. That's a problem. That's a problem. And everyone would say, yeah, we're scoring a lot more. We're just not as good defensively, though.
0: We're also giving up a lot more goals than we usually do. Yeah, yep. just as you had mentioned. Um, John Smith, Grump.
1: Ishikov was a healthy scratch tonight for Bridgeport. Wonder if he's going to get a shot with the big club. Holmstrom has been a complete bust. I told you that was going to happen.
0: No, his analytics look
1: great. He blows.
0: John uh, Matthew asked Grump.
1: First, uh, talking about Jeff Saturday. First guy named Saturday to lose on his namesake. Then Rich Arnold right underneath says, JT, Strom, Nelson, Franz, and Casey. Those were the centers at that time. And Strom wasn't even the center. Yeah. Oh, here's a common refrain. Fire TJ, higher D-cut.
0: Ah, oh, I feel like I've heard that a time or two before. Um, and you got Brian here.
1: Says the, okay. Um,
0: uh, Brian P. said, you're off, TJ. We were around 12th or 13th and goals allowed under Doug Waite. Uh, we were dead goals uh, oh, four, goals loud right now. No, and under Doug Waite, we are dead last in the NHL. Okay. Here's here's the thing that reminds me of the Doug Waite system. We've got we we've got better personnel now than Doug Waite had. Better defensemen, better goaltending by a country mile. This is that I think it's just that simple. Um, no lead was safe under Doug Waite. True. Um Freedom uh,
1: Fun Adventure says.
0: True. Oh, so we're just skipping comments, huh?
1: Some of them I just blow by. Yes, freedom. Now, uh, cool.
0: now, now you've got some. Now you've got some some enthusiasm. Some, you stop watching your game over there. You're gonna. You're
1: gonna. I'm watching the game. Fine. I'm in charge of the comments now. When you wander away, and I'm in charge of the comments, they're done a little bit differently. Okay. Like shit. TJ is late because of his Taylor Swift podcast ran overtime. I looked at Isles lineups on wings, more speed, skill, and grit, verse, and relentlessness needed. Bottom nine wingers needed to be replaced. Very, very true.
0: I was just not listening to Taylor Swift uh, podcast. I was also listening to her album. So that's what ran me
1: late. Oh, my God.
0: Uh, I am a Swifty, Drew. That's correct. I'm a Swifty. Uh, D-Cut. Bro.
1: D-Cut says, weight system was a joke. Usually 10 to 12 odd man rushes against per game. I broke tons of remotes watching him coach. Sadly, a clown like, well, okay. Mario thinks he and crappy were better coaches than trots Kid must be on meth.
0: Okay. Um, also, by the way, Simon Holmstrom, to answer your question, did not play. Did not play yesterday.
1: How could you even tell? Even when he's on the ice. he's He is so bad. If, honestly, it would be like me being on the ice because I wouldn't know what the hell to do either. That's what he looks like.
0: Goon-goon says, uh, I'm, I'm absolutely after-
1: flabbergasted at how putrid the defense has been. Each game, there are several points guaranteed in which the Islanders zone out and daydream, leading to an eventual fiasco.
0: Yep, and, and I think it's just simply because our defense are more are more offensive minded, and they're more just trying to focus on how can we get out of the zone instead of playing their their fundamentals and playing a more rigid system. It's that simple. Um, uh, I, remember
1: when da- I remember when Daffy Duck said, "Consequences, consequences." As long as I'm rich,
0: there it is, Gumpy. More comments.
1: Johnson replaces Martin. Three forwards eventually in Ratu, DeFor and Ishakov, but you still need two really good wingers. How this restructuring is handled affects the next seven years. We don't even know if Ratu, DeFore, and Ishakov are going to pan out. No Correct. way of telling. Jewell says also part of the reason we're losing some games against bad teams because our forward groups lack so much talent that they go back to doing the Islanders.
0: decat and I think this is a good point he brings up here.
1: Salo's playing seven to eight minutes a night. Lame is wearing down. Lame is wearing down the other five D men. Rookie.
0: That never bodes well long term. No, you're gonna wear down the guys who. <laughs> I mean, like we don't rely too heavily upon you know certain players to go ahead and, and play large amounts of minutes. But if we start to change that mindset, our guys usually play pretty much. They roll lines. They're gonna say, hey, we're gonna need you to play 25, 26 minutes a night. They can do it for a short time period. Can't do that long term. Matthew S. Grumpy.
1: By the way, Bills fans throwing coincidentally snow against dolphins players suck it up fish
0: um john smith said the price for Horvat came out vancouver wants cap relief a young center um and a right-handed defenseman i think we can move pulak we you should know, move he's pulak. not been. he's not been that great this year
1: if they're looking for cap relief they are not going to want pulak back
0: that doesn't work for us
1: um that's not they're even a, a fit. I mean, who are you going to move?
0: We're not. We're not a fit for them. But we will heard that. And here's the other thing, Brock Besser. They're both not fits for us now. Sorry, guys.
1: Well, they they're only want a third rounder. For for, they only want a third rounder for Besser. That is a fit for us.
0: That's cap relief for them. How the hell are we going to fit that on unless we're going to saddle up? We're not, up, we're not
1: up against the cap right now.
0: Six point six million is what is what Brock Besser makes a year. We don't have $6.6 6 million dollars of available cap space right now. We're How have many to teams to able-
1: have $6.6 6 million dollars in cap space? You make it work. It's not the full 6.6 6 because half the year is almost over. It's not the same. That's why he's been – remember last year's thing? We've been saving up this cap space so we can make a big move at the deadline. Remember that line of bullshit? And every day it's more and more cap space. We have the cap space for that. Absolutely we do. What's our cap space at right now? I'm dying to know.
0: 3.8 million. That up
1: and I'll go to the next Three point
0: three point eight million.
1: There you go. We absolutely have enough cap space. We can make that work.
0: We got enough cap space to add a guy who's making 6.6. 6. Hold on. Absolutely. We would have to make another trade to give up more assets to get rid of. Stop somebody. Drop somebody.
1: Drop somebody. Put them on long-term injury. Put, absolutely have, we have Adam Pellick on long-term injury, right? That's $5 Wait, million. Dollars
0: he's not on long-term injury. He's on the IR. What are you smoking? He's on IR, not long-term injury. They're two different things. Anyway, let's get back to it. No, they're not the same. Goom, goom, grump.
1: Uh, TJ, do we all owe you an apology? No, we don't. That maybe your dramatic reaction to the draft, the Romanov deal, was warranted after all. If so, would you accept my sincere apology, or is it too late?
0: I will accept your apology. Um, and here's the thing. Isn't this, isn't this funny, grumpy? An initial reaction, that gut reaction, turned out to be correct. Isn't that weird? Hmm. Maybe. Um, Sallow also shit on Bridgeport, Connecticut last season. The old man Lou is a vindictive old jerk.
1: That's true. Absolutely is.
0: Um, I don't fancy these all red bill uniforms. I don't even know what they look like yet. Um, our numbers, uh, our numbers exactly are this TJ 16th in goals for, 10th in goals against. So nowhere near Doug Weight hockey.
1: Nowhere near.
0: <sighs> Brian P the only reason we are 10th in goals against is because we got a Vesna caliber goalie and a better defensive personnel than we had in our Doug Waite. That's it. That's the only thing I think. Um, and uh, Matthew, I said, that works if maybe you know, you're know you 11th in goals, but not quite where it needs to be. It's a little bit of a talent issue. Yeah. Um, Drew S. says, I was right in line uh, with Ajo's goal. He shot it right into the goalie's chest. I still don't know how it went in.
1: True. Palosi says, I watched the Toronto-Washington game, and I think we're in trouble.
0: Yep, I think so too. Sorokin looks like this six-game losing streak is in his head.
1: There you go. That's why you should sit him. Oh, okay. Clear his head. Drew L. says, Bridgeport posted like two days ago a nice toe drag goal by Ishikov, although they did a fantastic job of showing the last frame of the toe drag and then the goal. That's the HL for you. They don't have the same, uh, you know. Same.
0: Thank you, thank you, John, and thank you, Doug, there for that. We should looked at the comments they gave it to us. Was Varlamov. Um, Drew F. said, I feel bad for Romanov, um, winning goal, winning goal ricochets off of his, <laughs> off of his, off his. I thought,
1: I, th- I thought it looked, I didn't think it hit him that high. I thought it hit him like kind of like on the thigh. Oh man, and if I mean, he's got a nuts out hanging down that low, more power to you, brother.
0: Uh, Drew asked, Grump,
1: there were a decent amount of Islander fans there had the LGI uh, chant going early and often. I think they mentioned that yesterday also.
0: They had also, I think, had mentioned uh, on a tweet I saw that they could hear the Josh Bailey chant <laughs> all the way out there in Arizona. Um, and Doug R. here said, these are the lines reported here today.
1: Ugh. Lee, Barzi and uh, Wallstrom, Bailey. Bailey, 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 Nelson and Bavillier, Parise, uh, Pajot and Palmieri and the regular fourth line. Not nice. sure about the first about the D combos. Ugh.
0: Yikes, 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 yikes. Um, Paulo C. Grump.
1: Yes, Grumpy. We can beat Vegas tonight, but Sorokin will have to be the first star if if that in that game. I think Sorokin will play because he played well against them. No, he's not playing because he's not been playing very well. Oh, and Barlomov is starting tonight.
0: Here you go, uh, DK. The
1: Rokin's expected goals against last night was two point six four, and he gave up five. Get off his, is that what is that? His nuts, and stop throwing millennial hissy fits when Grump tells the truth.
0: Hey, Decot, here's a question for Uh-oh, you. Oh, watch out. Here, here's here's a funny one. That when when a, when a puck happens to be not even really a shot on net, and has to cream off of somebody who trickles towards the net. Does that drastically increase the goals expected per? Or does that just kind of inadvertently trickle in the net, but it doesn't actually raise the goals expected against? The John- answer to that is increases increases the goals in the net, not the goals expected. D cut, you're driving me nuts over here. Oh
1: Come God. on, just ew. John Smith says ew. Lee on the first line again. He and Barley are like oil and water.
0: I like that. I like it. Um, uh, Andrew
1: Harley has definitely been better as of recent. Thank Don't you. I have to
0: disagree. Kind of I respectfully disagree, Andrew.
1: Freedom okay. Fun Adventure says, Did you see Bailey got pinned against the board for eternity and couldn't free himself until the coyote allowed him to yet to go? Team must get more physical while adding speed and skill. Not easy. Team frustrated. Yeah. Bailey is like guy just held his finger on him and he was like, I can't go. I can't get up. I can't get up the board."
0: Uh, Stuck. Stuck. Ride the plus hand, plus it's a back to back. There you go. I don't okay. know. It would have made more sense to. I, I firmly believe they're still playing
1: Varley off on Monday. Call me out on if I'm wrong. Shay says. Shay says, Varley has been better than Sorokin at the moment. Also, the team has won games. Varley has started recently. Wow. Everyone seems to be on the Grumpy bandwagon on this one. Thank. You.
0: Doesn't, doesn't matter. I'll stand against. I'll stand in the face of 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 tearing towards that man, Grumpy. Towards Sorokin. Okay. Everybody, everybody, blinding
1: Sorokin's name. Um,
0: and uh, Frank Grump.
1: Can't wait for ugh, Fredo to be the GM. Thompson or McLean is the coach. Total joke. You're not kidding. Lamarillo needs to go, period. Both Lamarillos. Drew S. Matter of fact, no more Italians running the team for a while. <laughs>
0: oh, good gracious. Drew S. Grumpy.
1: As you, ima- as you might imagine, being a college arena, mullet is a pretty strange experience, including the visiting GM box being accessible to fans. I could have punched Lou if I wanted to. You should have.
0: Now that me- would have been
1: fun. Hey, Lou. Drew what? sent me. A- go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. No, no, finish up. Hey, Lou. I want to hear this. I'm sorry. What I the hell
1: are you doing with the team, stupid old bastard? You could
0: have got right up there, up up close, up close and personal. You could have yelled 80. at
1: it. You're 80. Get out. Um, Fossil.
0: Drew sent us a picture. He met uh Stefan. You met Stefan Grumpy. Stefan Rosner there. He sent That's us a picture. Nice. And I'm not nice sure guy. if you want to show it. I am not showing it yet unless I like, get it is okay. Shane says,
1: just because he's better in general doesn't mean he's better now. Play the goalie who's playing well. Thank you. <sighs>
0: uh Grump.
1: Grumpy. Am I supposed to believe you're a long, a lifelong Patriots fan, or the admit you begin began kissing? Bill Belichick's rings after he sold his soul to the devil. Actually, I started, I was a Giants fan, and way back I was a Jets fan when Namath was quarterback. But I loved the Raiders when I first was a young, young kid. You just love uniforms, right? When you're a kid, Daryl LaMonica, all those guys, Snake Stabler. But um, later, uh, loved the Giants and Bill Parcells as head coach when he went to New England I, and took like a bunch of players there on Plan B free agency. I started rooting for New England, and that's where my New England started uh rooting for them. It was when Parcells went, not Belichick.
0: Yeah, bullshit. You just became a New England fan when you were when you were rooting for Tom Brady. Why are you trying to paint it like this? This long, elaborate story. Be honest with you. When I was no. a kid, you were a fucking Giants fan, and then Grumpy. when Tom Brady started winning games, you started pulling for the Patriots.
1: They were my American Conference team. Get
0: it? Oh, okay. Get it.
1: okay. Get it. I have a different get team for
0: every division. Get it? You get are- it. You, you want to know what my division is? You want to know what my understand? Team? Do you want to know? Too is?
1: much for you, is, you too to... much for you, just like the Varlamov starting instead of Sorokin. Was that too much for you to understand as well?
0: Do you want to know who my favorite Atlantic Division team is, Grumpy? Probably Definitely. the Red Wings, and you mine's know, Tampa. Who you? mine's Tampa. okay. okay. How, about, how about your Central Division? I'm kind Central of division, yeah, probably St. Louis. Okay, I'm a Colorado guy there, so you know we did win the cup. So I'm happy about that. My boys in Colorado. I like St. Louis. I
1: like their uniforms. Let me ask the 7th you division. That. Vancouver, Vancouver. <laughs> oh, you got I have teams team. in each division that I like. I like. I do. Oh,
0: fucking stop! Get off it. Uh, Brian P says TJ because way off TJ on is this. One.
1: way off on this one. Grump is spot on.
0: Thank yeah. you, uh, Drew. Ask Grump.
1: The F. Is Wallstrom doing on the bench during power play too? Yeah, exactly.
0: Here's the thing: if armoff comes out and plays like shit tonight, every single one of your asses, every single one of your asses, Grump, every single one of you, I expect to be hearing, "We're wrong, TJ." You're right on that, Joseph C. Grump.
1: Ovechkin just killed Connor Timmins right into the Capitals' bench.
0: There it is. Um, Wally's on a number two power play. The problem is that the first power play burns up a minute and thirty seconds on a power play and accomplishes nothing.
1: We we don't have any talent. Yeah, you well, we got Bozell Dobson, and that's it. We're
0: that's under. It. We're under twenty percent on the power play, or right near twenty percent, I believe.
1: I don't know what the percentage is. Okay, it's not. Um,
0: Crawford Brad says Varley is totally the hotter goalie right now.
1: Totally the hotter goalie
0: right Andrew L said, come on, TJ. You got to be kidding me. How are you so oblivious that Varlamov is playing better than Sorokin as of recent? I don't know. I think the positions he's been put in are less intrusive than what Sorokin's been put in. I think the positions we've been putting Varlamov in has been more key to his success. The, um, the, 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 the items he's faced.
1: That piece of shit Holmstrom is playing tonight. Well, he's how do you
0: know this, Grumpy? I thought you don't watch TV during our stream. game just started. And, uh, oh, I didn't see you turn your TV on. What did you do that? How did you manage to turn the TV on? I turned on? it on while you went to the bathroom. Okay. Bullshit. I don't know why you're always lying, grumpy, always lying. Shay says I'm starting to dislike Mister. Um, I can't do shit, Captain. Even more, man doesn't do shit.
1: He's he's a, he's a, he might think he's below average now. He's below average, Anders. He was average. Now he's below average.
0: Brian P. said, TJ, just because it's Colorado doesn't mean they're
1: definitely starting Varlamov. There you go.
0: I got a weird hunch about this. I would have started Varlamov last night, uh, even before the game started. There you go. I prefer Sorokin as long as he doesn't give up five goals. He gives me seven fantasy points.
1: There you go. (laughs) Drew's thinking with his
0: head now. Oh, man. Uh, uh, D-Cut says, TJ killing the cartel media for making excuses for a team, but now he's making excuses for Sorokin. Jesus Christ.
1: One thing you can say about me, I don't make excuses for anyone. If they play good, you hear it. And here's the thing. Even if one of my favorites, Josh Bailey, performs well, I'll say that he does. And if Sorokin, who is absolutely one of my favorites, isn't performing well, I say that too. When Matt Barzell doesn't perform well, I say, "Yeah, he's he's looked like he's out of place the last couple of games."
0: To prove it, my point, Grumpy, I hope Varlamov lets it. Ninety-seven goals tonight, we lose and we win ninety-eight to ninety-seven. Grumpy, to prove my point.
1: Okay. getting get
0: me all fucking perturbed. Uh, Frank K. Grumpy, my
1: defense is freaking sucks. Neither goalie is going to bail them out when the D stands around like a bunch of jackasses. That's mm. true. That's true. Goon, goon, grump. Grumpy, explain to TJ how you need to ride the hot goaltender. He's too young to understand how Roland Melanson played the majority of regular season games in 1983, not goaltending god Billy Smith. That's true. That's why. That's what the great coaches do. They don't just ride. And you mentioned DeGrom earlier. DeGrom only pitches every five days. Okay. So it's not we're
0: like you are now every six days. Oh, exactly God. what we're doing. It's not. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. What What do you think his stats have been that fucking, that Varlamov have been so goddamn great? Second coming of Christ. What do you What do you think his stats have looked like in December, Grump? If you're just taking a random wild fucking guess, what do you think those stats look
1: like? I'll get I don't it know, me. but I bet he's got I more. I'm not going to be too thrilled with it. Yeah. What's okay. the most important thing? Is your team wins? Dress.
0: Get to read some comments. I'll get those numbers pulled for you because I think Bring it's it's a
1: Stephen Rosner, <gasps> free game, Grump. His press box, in quotes, was a roped off area in the concourse's SRO section. Okay, oh, hey, at least he got to travel. Drewell says, So TJ, for TJ and the grumpy old man tomorrow, you should find the clip of the Chicago Bulls fans cheering loudly for Derek Rose when he subbed in and when he hit the three ball.
0: If you send it to us, we'll play it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I there's no promises I'll remember that tomorrow. Um that 4th throw and goal let in was horrible. It was terrible. Goon-goon-grump.
1: Um, Bill's Dolphins game just delayed because of stupid fans throwing snowballs on the field. Come on, suck it up. Mm. Referee's probably afraid of getting hit. Frank Kaplan says the team blows moose balls. Blame Malkin and Lou for being effing jokes. Uh, I'm not blaming Malkin. I'm blaming Lamarillo. That's what I'm blaming. Andrew L says, Drew, I don't know if you've noticed or not. Basketball is not a hot topic on either of the podcasts, respectfully. is true, it's not. Yeah, we like college, we like college basketball. Pro basketball just sucks. Drew, Well, we will occasionally mention it when some something nasty happens. We'll mention it.
0: Something crazy happens, we'll
1: mention yeah. it. Drew S says, TJ would not like mullet arena, four bathrooms in the entire place. Ooh, you'd be online the whole game.
0: Nine eighteen save percentage for Varlamov as of late. Does that scream God? Fantastic! That's completely fucking average. Average. Nine eighteen save Watch percentage. Out. Watch
1: your mouth. This is a family podcast. Watch average.
0: Average. Average save percentage for Varlamov as of late. Nine eighteen.
1: we gotta put Varley in. What's Sarokin? He's falling. Sorokin's doing shitty. Get what, him out of there. What is Sorokin's over the last number of games? Oh, my God. I'll pull
0: up in December. Give me a sec. I'll pull this. Go do that. It won't
1: be as good, but that's fine. Well, there you go.
0: John Smith says that's
1: because basketball sucks. Respectfully, Drew L. says uh, we're going to skip that one because it's probably another basketball thing. Brian P. says the Buffalo crowd just got warned. If they throw another snowball, the Bills will get a penalty. Oh, my God. Stop. It's football. This isn't the WNBA. Come on. Drew S. says. They got that shack chicken stand at Muller Arena, too. There you go. TJ would love to go there. I'm down. He could eat the chicken sandwich as he's waiting in line to go to the bathroom.
0: Mm-mm-mm-mm.
1: Uh, Shea says, the treatment by fans to Varley versus Sorokin is insane. If he was in goal last night, the fans would be all over him and blaming him. Sorokin was a net, so they're making excuses. Varley is underrated by fans. Okay.
0: I don't know. I haven't made, I haven't, I have not complained at all, not once about Sorokin's play this year or Varlamov's play this year. I thought he's done a very well job. I think he's been, he's been very, very competent in the net. Haven't seen any complaints from me. He's um, an absolutely
1: just, outstanding number two. Absolutely. Yeah. Drill. TJ, you played high school sports. You'd rather lose in a blowout? Dude, you do realize if you lose 40, 40 to three and your coach was remotely competent, it's hell day the next practice.
0: Yeah. I'd rather lose 40 to three than have a heartbreaking loss. Sorry. Um, James F.
1: How about this? Arizona win this season streak, trailing in the first period. Previous record 0 10 and 2. Ooh.
0: Wow. I didn't know that. Um, Drew S. Grumpy.
1: Overall, I'd say you forgot it's only a 5,000 seat arena once the game starts. The roof, the low roof with 5,000 hands, makes it as loud as a 15,000 seat arena. Place blew up when the Coyotes scored that quick go ahead goal. Yeah, it sounded pretty loud. Shea says, I'm nervous. Lou will sell our future in draft picks to win one last time. Well, it's not going to happen. He could sell our (laughs) draft picks from now until the end of time, and we're not winning a Stanley Cup with this guy as GM, period.
0: It's a try to – it's trying to grasp at one more chance, and uh, I don't know. It's just not going to happen. It's right, Grumpy. Um, Michael B. Grump.
1: Barley's played great so far this season. Steady, reliable veteran. Knows how to play the angles and do well. Sorokin has the most natural talent of our two goalies. Very, very true. Sa- Goon says, Mark Sanchez is doing commentary tonight for the Bills game. Hopefully, he doesn't slip on a snowball and find his snout in the other commentator's backside. Um, Reference to the old butt fumble game.
0: Safe percentage, Sorokin. .857. Pretty
1: crappy. Grade. 918 to, po- to 85.7. You tell me.
0: Twenty five. Oh, I seven. guess.
1: Thank you very much. Like I said, I hate it when I'm proved right once again. Why do you doubt just me wait, ever?
0: Just wait. Just wait till the night.
1: Just wait till the night.
0: He's it's got been, it's been like 97 goals. i grumpy. Proving my point. Agree. Uh, a thousand percent grumpy. Lou should not be general manager. Sh- period. Shout out Isles Misery. Rated R.
1: Already did uh. it. <laughs> That's what happens when I'm in charge of taking comments. I do shout outs to our fantastic Facebook friends at Isles Misery Rated R.
0: Oh, man. Oh, man. Grumpy James F.
1: Guys, what are your surprises in this year's World Cup? Mm.
0: Tomorrow tomorrow james we'll talk about tomorrow but okay. big surprise was i think morocco i thought they were going to be a dark horse but i never thought they would have done as successful as they were but we'll talk more about that tomorrow if you remind us um owls 91 says oh and two against the
1: coyotes yep john
0: McManaman said good evening gentlemen good evening joseph c grump
1: see someone should have taken the chance on sonny milano this offseason he has 13 points in 20 games with the capitals
0: yep i've been down for something like that but yep. He's again just unfortunately another of those bottom six guys that our team was just loaded with. Bottom six guys doesn't move the needle enough for me. John
1: says we throw away more points than any other team. I don't yeah. know if that's true or not, but we certainly I think we throw away a lot. Of yeah, Declan F. I'd rather Brock Besser for a second or third than give up prospects and possibly a first for Horvat. Horvat only makes sense if we are really going for the cup, and I don't see that happening. Uh, yeah, I'm not first of all, if that's what. You know, what was expressed earlier is what they're looking for in Horvat. We're not a fit for them. So I I but I, know I have to after Besser for a second round and third round pick. And I trading, I'm also trading Mayfield and Varlamov to try to get other first round picks. Declan F says, I'm happy I went to bed last night after the first. <laughs> You're right there.
0: There's TJ's one up millennial. Hissy fit, a podcast. Uh gross just announced that Palmer and Clutterbuck out with UBI. Upper body injuries. Huh. Upper body. L O L old and busted. Retrozy grants, Grump.
1: Grumpy, yes. All we do is score ugly goals, but ugly goals are that are scored against or all that are scored against us. Yeah. For certainly last night. There were some ugly goals last night.
0: Okay. Moving along here. Um TJ, you do realize that when we're saying Sorokins Vesna hopes are done, doesn't mean he sucks. I don't think his hopes are done and dusted. My god. Just Just like I say, every sh- every fucking show I feel like things are never as good as they look and they're never as bad as they look.
1: That's it. Never as bad. But when you have an 857 save percentage and the other guys got 918, he should start over you. James Thank F you. says, "Do you guys see Arizona potential a new arena in Tempe? The new looks the new stadium looks like a, the Saddle Dome. The scoreboard looks like SoFi Stadium, TJ." Maybe you could put it up on the screen.
0: Try to pull this up. Arizona Tempe. I'll pull that up here.
1: And Gungung says, how come the NHL is very patient working with the Coyotes in their tiny arena? But our beloved Nassau Coliseum was out of the question. Best man can kiss my torrid It took us. The reason is the NHL owns the Arizona Coyotes, so they could do whatever they want with them. Mm-hmm. Rich Rosenkrantz said, Archie Bunker never got a new chair. Don't do it, Grumpy. Had to do it, had to do it, had to do it. Declan says, why don't we talk about moving Lee? He's horrible. He's almost, he sucks so bad. There has to be somebody who's willing to take him at the deadline. Maybe not this year, but maybe next year. But his value, trade value is nothing. I think they should run him over in the parking lot and put him on long-term injury.
0: Yeah, there's no way. I don't think anybody's willing to take him. That's the new uh, arena there,
1: It looks nice. At least a new design. You know, the the sketch looks nice anyway.
0: Roster's out. We back on the second line. That's good news, at least. Okay. I don't know. Maybe they're just still jostling those lines around. Um, Oh, boys. All Mary and Clutterbuck out again. Goon, goon, grumpy.
1: Ever since that awful shorthanded goal in Game 7, the Islanders have developed a fetish for giving up shorties. I was Mm. all proud Josh Bailey did that. But Bailey is a first-line winger now, so I don't know what's worse. Bailey blows.
0: And the Rangers won again, says DDT. Oh,
1: here's the thing. If Lou is still a competent GM, this is what he would have done. He either pairs Mikhailov or uh, Giroux, um, not Giroux, uh, Goudreau with Barzi. Trades Bailey for a fifth and doesn't resign Cal. Casey to a two-year deal. Yeah, but he's he's just not all that in a bag of chips anymore. He's finished. He's Mahiav. finished as a GM.
0: Mahayev was like $4.5 million a year. Cheap. Cheap, cheap, yep. cheap, expensive. Once for Vancouver is lighting the world on fire there. Yep. Um, oh, boy, TJ is in a mood. Pray for Grumpy's mental sanity, says
1: Andrew you, you seem like you're going off the rails. Now, I will say uh, when it comes to Mikala, uh, Phil uh, was 100% correct on that.
0: He was. He was. Yep. He was definitely right on that. Trust me. Every yep. single time, he makes sure to remind me, too. Hey, I, I, Phil convinced me in one league to make sure I I, I I targeted a guy like that. So I'm very thankful for that. Um we're so effed, says Matthew, Matthew S. Uh, Rich Rosencrantz says here, every point in the Metropolitan Division is critical, and it's only December. It's going to be a fun run come April.
1: Run could be over by then. Could Do be down have- to a walk. Coyotes had that 12-game road trip because they're third in the pecking order for scheduling behind ASU's men's and women's, if you can believe that, hockey programs.
0: Dallas tied up Carolina. They're down 4-2 to now. Um... And uh, the Rangers win 6-3. Yeah, uh, Carolina won in overtime. Um, Logan is the starter, says Crawford Brad. Thank you. Here we go. Yep. And Logan's starting, yeah, because Robin Leonard's on long-term injury. Okay. Uh, Jeff Sobel says, the team has some holes. Perhaps Sorokin will not be as good as what we believe he is. God. Maybe the fan base over it. This is what I mean. I try. I, this no, this Jeff, is what I fucking mean this is what I mean. Yeah, he's, not, yeah. he's not the only people. The fans are saying five bad games. Ah, Soroka. Maybe he's maybe he's not all that he's cracked up to be.
1: All I'll say is Jeff mentioned that earlier while you were going to the bathroom and I went through it quick because I know you'd lose your mind, but he doubled down on it. So now Jeff has to listen to you again. This is what TJ's like when John Tavares left. This is the same thing.
0: Jesus Christ. I can
1: always tell when he's going off the rails. It's so uh, easy. It, it's obvious.
0: Drew asked Grump.
1: I said two runs behind the Islanders penalty box. Unfortunately, I got a lot of close looks at our boys. It's true. They had a lot of <laughs> lot of penalties they had to kill last night. Very true. But they, were all, but they were all lazy not moving your feet penalties. I mean, Andrews Lee took a penalty. He's like, damn, son. I mean... It, He's been terrible this year. Guys, your thoughts on the Knights throwback jerseys? I hate them.
0: Yeah, not a fan. Vegas, um,
1: just Vegas.
0: Mm, uh, got a comment here. And, oh, yeah, but now we got to see Casper Holmstrom. Nobody likes that. Well, we won't
1: see much of him. Like I said, he's a ghost out there. You never see him.
0: Montreal knew something when they made that trade. Absolutely, they did. Yeah. They absolutely did. Uh, Drew S. Grump.
1: Can't stand how these arenas insist on blaring music during every stoppage in play. I really don't know how anyone on the ice, coaches, officials, scorekeepers, can hear anyone talking to them.
0: Greg Frost says, Sorokin looks like he lost his confidence, lightly, but likely because of the lazy player in front of him. Maybe they are maybe they are not liking the coach.
1: I don't think it has anything to do with the coach. I just think that it's hard. It's hard.
0: Lazy play in front, I would agree. Yeah, Uh, Thomas Rudy said, "What the fuck is with this team? A coach needs to prepare a team to play to play bad teams as well as good teams, and to show up and play night night two of back to back games." So I assume the Islanders are looking really shitty to start the game, is what that. I don't know. know. Drew L says, "Damn, I made their whole meme." Then I sent TJ, and he ha- and he still hasn't come back. What does he do his bladder infection? Uh, Dan L with his, with his, with the famous I, baby. This
1: is my baby. There he is. I love that baby. He's great. I know he hasn't earned it, and the, the other babies in the background, but baby in the front, I'm sorry. He takes the cake. I know he hasn't earned it, but I think Bo should be on the left wing with Barzal. Bo's speed compliments. Barzal's game well. Can't get any worse, right? Exactly. Cannot get any worse.
0: I'd like to think. <laughs> That's what we'd like to think. Um, and oh, he said, look at this. Drew L joins in on the fun grump.
1: Also, just wanted to say, shout out to Isles Misery rated R. Very true.
0: Look at all these Isles
1: Misery rated R. Simon Holmstrom scored
0: last night. He rubbed Romanoff back to good. No, Holmstrom didn't play last night. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, he rubbed Romanoff back. Yes,
1: come on.
0: Oh, my God. I wasn't
1: thinking that way. Greg Frost said. Anders should not be the captain of this team. He shouldn't be the captain of anything. He shouldn't even work at Captain D's mm. Problem with, Matthew S. says, problem with Bo has been so bad. He just ain't the guy we hoped he'd become. No, he's not. He's probably a third liner on a really good team. And he G- could fill that role. Skate up and down the wing. Chip in the occasional goal.
0: And uh, Andrea said, Teacher, we're not saying Sorokin is the reason that we're losing. He's just going through a little bit of a skid, just like Shostarkin was at the beginning of the season.
1: You don't have to kiss TJ's ass. Tell him to shut the hell up. He's wrong. Nobody. The save him. percentage tells you all you need to know. I didn't okay. even know the save percentage, but it's so obvious that the one guy was playing better than the other one. Shay Jay says, Bo hasn't been good, but can we try him with Barzi and Wally? Why not? What the heck?
0: James Jeff said, "Taylor Swift overrated. Yuck. T Swift sucks." Is what Shea says. Anthony R. Grump.
1: Can't we just realize and stop lying to each other? We're not a, We're not good. We are at best a below average team. This is actually good. We need to start falling out of the race so we can start the soft rebuild. We're we're almost at a hard rebuild. I don't think. Okay, we're not at all. I mean, that's when you take it too far. I guess blow it up.
0: Uh, blow it
1: up. If they would listen to me, we may already be back in the hunt.
0: Nope. I don't think I've ever heard a man say, I'm a Swiftie before.
1: <laughs> me neither. That's kind of
0: Shay says, Hickey he looks like Jess from Gilmore Girls. I,
1: I, I don't know. I don't watch Gilmore Girls. Sorry. Okay. Is Jess a boy or a girl? I don't know. Yesterday's game, in the words of Daffy Duck, that's despicable.
0: Okay, Hickey is what she said. Hold on, i got get a picture of this Jeff guy or Jess guy. Jess, Jess,
1: Jess, Jess, Jess.
0: Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Grumpy kind of maybe does a little bit.
1: Let's see. Now I'm interested.
0: I was about to say we do this for everything else. I'm like it didn't take me much long to see pull up Jess here. Kind of maybe a little bit, Grumpy, I'd say, wouldn't you? he has got a little bit younger. He's a he's a kid.
1: This kid's got more hair than uh, Piggy does. <laughs>
0: um, did you guys see that Ishikoff's end-to-end goal last night? He's a legit star. Too bad Lou um, has no balls to call him up.
1: I did not see the goal, but I'm not surprised he won't call him up. Anthony Anthony Rizzi says, Grump, like you said, we were 19 points out of the race last year, and all we did was get Romanoff this offseason, really. And we are dumbfounded that we're playing like this. And Romanoff sucks, by the way. True, true. It has not panned out. He could have went after Gaudreau, decided not to for whatever reason. Gaudreau probably wasn't going to sign there anyway. But, you know, they put out the lie that they were driving up the cost on players like Gaudreau. He only signed for $9 million a year. What the hell are you talking about?
0: It's almost like somebody was harassed that same night about an overreaction to that trade. But I guess that person has been proven correct as well. Mm. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, 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 grumpy.
1: I noticed TJ reads more YouTube than Facebook comments. When <laughs> Grumpy reads the comments, it's closer to 50-50. TJ shadow banning Isle's misery members.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. Now, see,
1: I don't know if I read Facebook or YouTube. I I just look at so quickly I look at it, and if it's a lot of the same thing, I guess kind of skip. I'll,
0: I'll take this one, Grumpy. Just conveniently a YouTube comment. Um, Robanoff <laughs> reminds me of a very bad Darius Casperitis. All he can do is make a big hit. And block some shots, but can't score. And defense is bad, says Anthony R. Um, uh, Anthony R. also says here um, this this is this is the way we should not trade first rounders. Uh, my we should Liberty, never
1: trade t- first rounders.
0: TJ, you are not happily animated tonight. Long day? No, not a long day. I just people are trying to ah, they just don't like what they're doing. They don't like how they're trying to move this narrative that Sorokin. Not playing well right now. I just I'm gonna
1: tell. I'm gonna tell a little story here. A little story sure. time with TJ. Got a call from his wife today, the lovely Paige. Sure. And TJ took a little nap today, and there'd been a whole bunch of leaves on their deck. And she went outside after working in the hospital all day. And hold
0: on. Hold on. You're mixing up the story. This was yesterday. She did that yesterday.
1: Doesn't matter the day. Days unimportant. Okay, sure. And she comes out, and she cleans all the piles of leaves that were all over the deck.
0: How many leaves were there, Grumpy? A
1: pile. She said it was a pile.
0: I say about 100 metric. It's my story.
1: It's my story. Shut the hell up.
0: Oh, it's your story. Okay.
1: And then all the leaves are cleaned off, and TJ comes out. Oh. And she goes, because she didn't know. He didn't notice, of course. And the lovely Paige says, do you notice the deck? The leaves are gone. And TJ says, oh, the wind must have blown them all away because that's what happens. The deck the the leaves have been laying on the de- on the deck for weeks just all magically blew off.
0: You know what this is like? This is like when you play the telephone game and you whisper in somebody's ear and say ah, purple elephant" and by the time it reaches the end of the line you end up with Verizon wireless. Grump. S- sort of the story but not close, but it's whatever. That one works. It's entertaining anyway. Um broadcast is from msg studios should be fun um <laughs> i'm
1: not getting i'm not getting the islanders feed today uh apex legends senior citizen grumpy ruchelon wasn't in bridge sports lineup tonight maybe he was called up oh wait no old man lose a gm he'd rather have bailey on the power play in the second line lou must go
0: um and uh drew health says hey D cut. here's a question no, TJ. F the question. D cut is right. Damn it. Oh, good okay, gracious. Wow. Um, James there says, "Grumpy. Um, how about that mail carrier store? You I missed it. it.
1: You must have I missed it. it. Yeah. Oh, James. I told it on the uh, uh, TJ and the Grumpy Old Man show on Thursday night.
0: We don't want to rush through it.
1: Just like I promised.
0: Anyway, um, Vinny says here Lou should have Lou left. He
1: Left in Las Vegas and find his own way home. Goodbye. Thomas, Thomas Rudy. Rudy says. Would this team have more wins under Trotz playing boring, boring hockey? I think they had tuned out Barry Trotz, so the answer probably is no. Uh, but in the early Barry Trots seasons, the answer would have been yes.
0: Drill said, Grumpy earns a certification of ultimate bandwagon. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yep, Joe Grumpy.
1: Oh. I can think of no greater insult to the NHL playoffs than this shitbag 2022 Islanders team being in the playoffs. Losing to the Coyotes twice should trigger automatic cell mode starting like now.
0: is unhappy
1: with the direction of the team. I think a lot are. <laughs> Rich Rosencrantz, Grump. When Grumpy and I were kids, they only sold five Gertie pajamas, Dallas, Oakland, Washington, Giants, and the Jets. Whatever your parents bought for you, that's what you became a fan of. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Very true.
0: Andrew said Sorokin was put in against Arizona. Varlamov played against Boston. Talk about some tough situations.
1: Yeah, talk about that.
0: The team played much better in front of Varlamov against Boston. The team played good against Boston. We played like shit yesterday against Arizona. I don't know. Ugh. He's not getting any support on the defensive side of the puck or forward group. That's all. Um, Joe Grumpy, you got another comment there for you.
1: The power play on this team is... This bad, first and foremost, because our best player can't score goals for shit, no matter how many men on the ice.
0: Must be talking about Matt Barzal, another creator, James F. says, if the honors win tonight, Grumpy, your three-game prediction will be correct.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to lose though.
0: Um, Actually, I think we'll win today. Says Soroka needs to step up. Last five games have been low; has been below his excellent, his usual excellent play. Very true. I don't care what the analytics say. Sorokin is overrated. Making a
1: handful—that's <laughs> just exactly what I mean. Okay, Joe, Joe's a little unhappy. I mean. right now. This is what I mean, Grump. Joe's just a little unhappy right now. Okay, Joe's a little
0: unhappy. He's not the only one, and he's not the only one. He says, "Don't care what the analysts say. Sorokin is overrated. Making a handfuls of great saves, but then letting in soft as baby shit goals um, does not equal a great goalie." um and freedom front adventure says you're going to make me agree with tj Sorokin is still excellent but the team in front of him is inconsistent lazy and not focused it's been the way regardless of coaches and goalies get rid of bailey gang thank you freedom fun adventure i'm glad there are people who are seeing it the way i do clutch save by farley there thank goodness he's in net tonight tj
1: oh <laughs> uh, good gracious.
0: grumpy i'm sorry that tj has had such a potty mouth when your channel hits a thousand subscribers, TJ is going to get you demonetized on the first day.
1: Very <laughs> true. That's what's going to happen because he can't control himself. He just, he's not a professional.
0: Ah, oh, that's it. Now. You got another commentary for you, Grumpy.
1: Just like Grump, I have the centerized package. Island Game is on two channels, and both channels have the Vegas feed. Maybe it's a good thing I don't have to fear Butch. It is a good thing. I just wonder why. I tell you,
0: I tell you. Well, here's the picture, Grumpy. We've got Drew S on the board. You got to see the game. Look at there's Drew. There's Drew and Stefan.
1: Look at that. Should have slapped Stefan.
0: No, you shouldn't have done that. But I'm telling you, that's you get a little picture of the background. I mean, man, the arena looks nice. It's small.
1: It's small small arenas are great. I was about to say that would be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. absolutely. I want to go to an Arizona game and not necessarily against the Islanders because I have a rooting interest. Shea says, if we get better, than put Clutterbuck on long-term injury. He's always hurt, anyways. Although it's Lou, so I doubt it.
0: Um, TJ had to end the podcast with some annual me or some uh, some daily memes that you send me. I will have to look at those. Um, uh, Grumpy Nick D. Let's keep reading. I'll get this pulled. Is the up.
1: cows going to the Smithsonian? Grumpy? No, it's not. It he sold is.
0: it to UBS. What? Sold you it. sold it? You sold it to the Islanders?
1: Sold it, not to Technology. the Islanders. I've been so unlucky in fantasy football, I've given up. Sorry, oh, Declan.
0: I agree with Grump. Lou is done.
1: Done. Watch. James Farrell says, Watch Lou will trade Sorokin for Mohorvat. Not even Bo. Mohorvat. Just to please those Sorokin haters. Jesus. Not say. even Bo. Mohorvat. Dan L. Grump, Gilmore Girls seems right up your alley. My wife watches L.A. Such a crappy show. I. I know the girl, oh, what the hell's her name? I can't remember her name. She was in the show Parenthood, too. Oh, my gosh. What is this? TJ, after we mentioned the word Sorokin Vesna Hopes over in the same sentence.
0: Hold on a second. I I know this clip. It's a funny little clip, but let me lower it so never it's not too loud. It. You, hold on. You've seen it on this show. <laughs>
1: I do not watched anything. Never seen, never seen
0: it. Never You've seen it. You've seen it on the show multiple
1: times. Never seen it. Christ almighty. It's never been a, hello, puppy, my puppy.
0: Oh, good gracious! There, hold on, Grumpy. I need your attention so you can watch the Boy, clip. I'm
1: watching. Puppy's right here I'm looking. I'm so freaking mad! I'm so freaking mad! I mean, you guys, you guys have officially made me lose my marbles. I'm tired of. All you-
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, <please. laughs> And that entire video is a good
1: one. Little little dog Z is here right now. He's so cute and charming. He really is. Okay. What a wonderful little fellow.
0: And said, Vromov just made a beauty save.
1: Suck it, TJ. Suck it, TJ.
0: <laughs> Suck it, TJ. Beckham <laughs> said, oh, TJ, you see that Varley robbery? I'm actually not. I'm watching the game right now. <laughs> um, he's shutting you up right now. Okay, he must be doing great then. Good. Um uh varley just made a big glove save, says James F. Joel says, Where's Tony Cheese? Where's Tony Cheese?
1: Probably uh, making a pizza.
0: Ah, uh, probably making a pizza there. D cut says, first on tonight's first period. Varley, <laughs> keep the commie on the beat, keep the commie on the bench, TJ. Oh god. Um, and, and there goes our power play: the ballerina with a lazy hooking penalty. Hmm. John Smith said, this game sucks already. The <laughs> Adams are playing like shit. <laughs> um, Stefan's, Stefan wearing a dad's jacket, I guess. Yeah. He's got the old man jacket on, I guess. It did look like a big coat. Adriel uh, said, all right, grumpy. Next time I see Stefan, I'm going to give him the nice run of the hands, run of the hands and then slap box. Oh, That's no. because you just beat him a punch him. No, Stephan, okay. He,
1: he, Stefan's really, he's really good. He's a really nice, nice kid. Nice
0: kid. Yeah. Andrew L says, "Dog Z appearance question mark. Dog
1: Z uh, Dog Z's sitting right over here. I'd like him to come over here, but he's resistant at this point in time. Why don't you come pretend
0: up, there's some food in your hand so come right over there?
1: Come here, boy. Let me oh, see. Boy. I'll show a little picture of Dog Z. He? There he is. Look, at you puppy. There he is. He's a little sweetheart. That boy. We he's love a, him to death. He's a
0: freaking troublemaker. That thing. A,
1: he is a troublemaker, but we love him anyway.
0: Well, guys, ladies, and gentlemen." we are i know we wanted to have things wrapped up before the first period began but uh i don't even know are we in the second period of the game still in the first period i don't know 22 to go in the first period okay well no better time than now uh grumpy we are here at the end of the show um oh is sun x sun x is next question mark
1: sun x will he he has agreed to join the show at some point in time he absolutely has he's getting his gear that he's going to need to be on the show. Um, But yes, Sun X is going to bring a different kind of energy to the show when he does come on that much Mm. is for certain.
0: cut says Rosner over that spineless midget gross any day. Oh, good gracious. A little behind the scene of grumpy's place.
1: Actually, (laughs) the place is in total disarray right now because like I said, I'm moving all our furniture out for new furniture. So everything's kind of all over the place. Nick D says, Vesna goes, goes to Bali.
0: Goes oh, there it is. Goon Goon says, Did Dog Z bring in any mud or dirt tonight, or is he as clean as he can be?
1: He's actually not half bad tonight, but he makes a freaking mess. He drinks, and it's like, I don't know, it's like he's got all the water in his mouth. And as he walks, he just, wherever he goes, it's like all over the place. I, he's disgusting. Honestly,
0: yeah, but the I dude. love
1: him to death, but he's disgusting.
0: Um, and uh, Andrea says Sorokin is a bust, trade him immediately. Varlamov is the future
1: goal for the New York Islanders. Go up one to nothing with the, a minute to go in the first period.
0: He says, Lee finally does something. Lee, oh my god, Lee just scored. Can't spell Varley without the V and the A.
1: Oh, no,
0: Mesna without the V and the A in Varley. Um, Lee oh. scored. So is, uh, oh, wait,
1: did, oh, that didn't even go in. It just went wide. Let's see what Lee did here.
0: He cut says re-sign Varley. Nice trade shot. broken. That was, uh, a nice,
1: that was a nice shot by Lee. Top top corner. Very nice shot.
0: Andrew L. said that should keep Lee on the first line for a few more years. <laughs> uh, yeah. Declan said Lee scored. Laugh my ass off. I think the Islanders will listen to the podcast. Oh, Average finds a way to score.
1: Yeah. He's like, Phew. first <laughs> goal I scored. Gosh, and who knows how long.
0: Well, nothing means Italy. Remember last night? Yeah, uh,
1: that's true. Uh, don't, don't 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 bring
0: us back to Earth, Goon Goon. We could be happy, just a little bit of happiness. But Grump, man, we're here at the end of the show. What do you want to say before we wrap things up?
1: Can you hear Dog Z eating? Dog Z eating over here?
0: Yeah, a little bit.
1: He doesn't eat at uh, Son X's house. He does not eat there. Okay. I mean, I don't know. He comes here. All he does is eat and drink and piss and shit and shed. There it's it is. Called a ruckus.
0: There it is. I do there hear a meeting though. Thirty G yeah. says, "Wow, they're caught up in the comments." I know. We finally did it. Greg Frost said, "The garbage man there strikes." strikes. Yeah. And then James F. said, Grumpy Old Man. And that Grumpy, was a good
1: shot. That was forward. a good shot. Give him credit. I smell a farly shutout
0: in the distance. Oh. You, <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, Matthew oh. asked says, Great show, guys. Thanks as always, Dan. Grumpy, what do you want to say before we wrap things up? I want to
1: say love and laughter to everyone who listens, and even those who don't, from TJ and the Grumpy Old Man.
0: Thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. We'll be live tomorrow on TJ and the Grumpy Old Man at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You could find that either in the link in the description below or as a featured page on our YouTube channel. The next time we'll be going live Talking Islanders will be next this upcoming Wednesday uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So until tomorrow, 8 p.m., because I know everybody's going to tune in to the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man show. Until tomorrow at 8 p.m., I hope you've got a great Saturday evening ahead of you and a great Sunday day. We'll see you tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TJ the Grumpy Old Man. And back at it again, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Ounders Never Say Die podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And thank you again, as always, Grumpy Old Man. My pleasure.